shows are in their studio over in Garland, Texas. Things you think you care about is back for season five with brand new guests and fun segments for your entertainment. You're gonna have with the average Joe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Average Joe's Media. I am the Average Joe Boo. I'm Average Joe. And today with us we have a special guest, always a special guest when he's in the house or when we're in his house, highly an apologetic host, would not have had it any other way, matter of fact, was on the horn immediately when he realized number 100 was about to happen. He had to be here. Adam, the man walker. Adam, how you doing? Hello. I like it. Wes? Wes? Hey, Wes, is that Wes, you? Wes, where are you, dude? Nah, man, it's always good man. to be here. Appreciate y'all letting me come. I invited myself, actually. That is fair, but and, uh, again, here we, are. we wouldn't do have it I any want. other way. <laughs> fair. I was, yeah, ball. I wasn't waiting for the invite. I was yeah. just going you're just, to You're just going to make it happen. Yeah, I mean, listen, if you would have waited for the so, invite, you might have got it like about three days ago. I'm sure. Just because, you know, we, yeah. we did take a week off. A, yeah. a real week off break we didn't hardly do anything for average shows no not really at all which is a little bit abnormal for us very much so we like doing things for average joe's media on a, on a regular basis yeah i think it was good though with a couple of things going on with back to school yeah um kids yep. some kids going back to class football yep. starting up for you yep. had some things going on work oh my gosh back to school is some ridiculous. dental work yeah <laughs> Dental work, huh? Yeah, man. There, okay. there'd have been a couple, a couple days I wouldn't have been much good on the podcast. That's with my fa- well, it could have oh. been really good material with my face half numb. Yeah, that's so. well. Hey, you know you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. Okay, so Adam, so you have while we're while we've already talked about it, back to school has happened for most districts, right? Okay, all the ones that haven't been all the all the districts where most of the kids have been spared from the COVIDs. spared and. uh and so, we started off for four weeks, fully virtual, and then, for whatever reason, this magical date of September 8th, the day after Labor Day, was when kids could start coming to face-to-face learning again. Right. Which, how September 8th was picked or determined to be a safe date for the kids, I'll never know. Especially after a holiday like that where there are going to be large gatherings. Uh, where they're on the lake with all kinds of right. people, where they're shooting fireworks with all kinds. Of, yeah, absolutely. I mean, September 8th does not make any sense. But nevertheless, it, it did happen that way. So uh, what is your experience as a parent with Riley back to school? Uh, I mean, I feel like Riley was excited to go back, but he wasn't excited to go back. Yeah. Um, at home... I didn't even have to wake up like in the in the morning to get him going. Yeah, like he would wake up, get his work done, really, uh, by himself. But the thing that that was weird to me uh, about his school district was there's no there's no instruction, right? As far as like no live instruction, yeah, no Zoom meetings, no yeah. 
no nothing. It was basically, hey, wake up. Your assignments will be uploaded. Do them. I'm, I need to make a change. Right. You need to come to the shirts, Universal City, Cibolo School District. That's Hey. But I feel like, and now I feel like he's at school watching Zoom meetings, which is weird. So he's at school now? He's in fa- he's face-to-face he, he, now? He, yeah, he's been in school for two weeks. Okay. Uh, and uh, So how did they come up with, what, what was two weeks ago? Was that September 8th? That was the 8th. Okay. So, I mean. Oh, yeah, Texas, Texas said it has to be a Tuesday. Like, it can't yeah. be a Monday or, th- yeah, okay. like, Tuesday sounds good. Yep. So well, We had, uh, because of the way we're scheduled is happening, because of that Monday break, uh, we had three B days in a row. So we're doing A day, B day. And every A days on Monday, B days on Tuesday, A days Wednesday, B days Thursday, and then every other Friday, you know, it alternates right. for A day, B day. So uh, one week we'll have two A days in a row, Thursday, or three A days in one week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Right. And then one week we'll have two B days in a row, Thursday, Friday. Well, because Tuesday is always a B day, the day after Labor Day was a third in a row B day. Right. So I didn't even I didn't get to see my A day kids for nearly a week. I think maybe exactly a week. I think that's part of what threw Jack off with some of those assignments. But, my, I mean, my point is, is I mean, those kids then became behind. Yep. And then also, I mean, there's no sense to it, in, in my opinion. But I'm not the one making decisions, right? Right, right. So. I think it's one of those things that was, it probably made a whole lot of sense on paper in theory, but in application, it was a little bit lacking. Yeah. Uh, well, to to be fair, most of the application of this is, is lacking fair Ball. it is fair so uh <laughs> when we <laughs> anyway so back to school is crazy back to school i'm i'm actually so you're so he's doing zoom meetings he's on the zoom meeting in class while the teacher's teaching to the kids in class but also the teacher the kids who are virtual right but he didn't have any zoom meetings at all at the beginning right okay see we did the zoom or the google meets meetings live uh, right. teaching them for the first four weeks. And so they were used to getting on the Google meet and, right. and seeing my face. We were supposed to see their face, but I've stopped fighting that battle because they're 15, 14, 15 year old kids right. that don't want to be seen waking up out of bed, not putting makeup on or what they're playing. They don't want to be seen playing video games while they're doing their homework or whatever. Right. Or, so, I mean, I've, but they'll snap, uh, Snapchats and stuff. Right. In, yeah. The, yeah the it does, none of it makes any sense in terms of why they won't put their face on camera kids today man. but i've stopped fighting it yeah. you know so that i mean me sitting in the, the they don't talk whenever you ask a question you know in class know. you you ask a question you're like okay johnny what's the answer and he'll he'll say i don't know if he doesn't know or he'll say what the answer is or he'll get it wrong but he'll talk in class because the expectation is when you ask a question you talk nothing i have like three people who answer questions whether it's in the chat or they unmute themselves and answer the question. Maybe four times in an hour and a half. Some of it's Jack's ridiculous. teachers are requiring them to record videos. Yeah. And then they play all the videos in class. So like for speech uh-huh. to represent the public speaking aspect of it, they have to take a full body video of themselves. Full uh, body, hey. Full body. Like full head, body video. That yeah, way well, they're they dressed can't appropriately. Just do, right. Well, they can't just do the face, you know, it's to mimic them being in front of the whole class. And then they just scroll through all the videos. Yeah. Well, so, so, I mean, it's, I, I think it's, it's not a horrible approach, but, yeah. um, it's still a lot of videos. Well, what about the horrible, uh, potential stories that I've heard some, uh, I mean, if you're a female teacher, this story is not near as 
mortifying as if you're a male teacher, but uh, I've, I've heard a story of a, a kid waking up out of bed, a female, and she didn't have anything covering her lower half, and she didn't realize it at first because she just came out of bed, and she turned on the camera, and she's moving around, and her the teacher was like, put some pants on. And she was able to kind of close the video down or whatever. Actually, there was a... But what if, I mean, if you're a dude, if you're a male teacher and that happens, I mean, how how do you navigate that, right? Exactly. I mean, it's mortifying. And so fortunately, that's one of the reasons why I haven't fought the camera issue because I will never see that if my kids don't turn their camera off. Right. But anyways. Now, there was a a situation actually in San Antonio when the uh, virtual learning first started where guys... At one high school, I'll say Edison down in San Antonio, were mm-hmm. making sexually inappropriate comments to their female teacher mm-hmm. and taking off his shirt and mm. doing all this other stuff. So I mean, it works. Well, well and kids, kids will be kids, you know. Kids, yeah, are but dumb. I don't know. Generally, they yeah. they make stupid decisions, and that's the reason for. That's part of the reason for education is to is to try to get those stupid decisions out of them and turn them into valuable citizens in in the country. Anyways. That's that's a different soapbox altogether, um, Joey. Joe Boo, I just want you to know one thing. I'm I'm ready to receive the one thing that you want me to know. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Okay, so Joey, I want you to I want to do a little roundtable and oh, I talk get- about. Uh, Talk about somebody or something that you appreciate. Yes. I want you to tell us why you appreciate them and, and uh, you know, make sure you don't leave out any details. I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, first of all, I just want to, I just want to say... Masks, I appreciate you. You're a constant reminder that I need a mint. Yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Masks. I appreciate you. Joe. Well, <coughs> I just I just want to say NFL. I appreciate you for showing that masks only protect you when you're socially distant from another person, not in close contact. And they're okay not to use yeah. when you are in close contact, when you're yelling at someone, or when you're celebrating to avoid any confusion. That's fair. They only work when, you when you're are far socially apart. distant. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Completely unnecessary. Appreciate you when you're on top NFL. of each other. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks, Adam. Yeah, I got one, man. MLB umpire Joe West, I appreciate you for throwing out Nationals GM Joe Rizzo. For being up in his suite on the second store or on the second level of the ballpark without his mask. So, Joe West, thank you for p- protecting our baseball players. Absolutely. Absolutely. Joe West, saying. we would not be the same without you. COVID, I appreciate you for teaching everyone the definition of a participation trophy. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, you know, uh, tonight's game two of the Stanley Cup. Okay. So I thought it was only appropriate to say, NHL, I appreciate you 
for showing what non-politicized professional sports can look like and reminding me just how boring Canada must really be. But they give us poutine. They do give us poutine. Okay, okay. thanks, Canada. Adam? Taco Bell, I appreciate you for giving me my drive through order in a bucket and saving my order from the hands that just prepared it and for the runs later. Thank you, Taco Bell. Professional sports, I appreciate you. For adding crowd noise to let us know you cannot be here, but we want to make you feel like you are. That's, I mean, it's very poetic. It is, thank you. I got another one. Dak, what can I say, man? I appreciate you. For showing people that their need to be right outweighs truth, fact, and realities. Hater's gonna hate, bro. <laughs> Dak, I appreciate you for not being that good. Awesome. Awesome. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Let me have it. I threw it. I threw it. Did you throw oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on, hang on. Yeah, hang on. we got to get it. We gotta get okay, it. I'm going to borrow this for my next one. <laughs> I completed that pass like Dak. <clears throat> and that was a good one. It was wobbly. Dak Prescott. I appreciate you for having one good game out of about seven and letting everybody think you had seven good games. <laughs> Keeping it in the NFC East, Philadelphia Eagles. It's going to hurt me to say this out loud, but I appreciate you. I appreciate you for showing us that even with artificial crowd noise you can still be booed I'm out <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just want to let everybody know who we appreciate and why we appreciate you uh, first of all if we didn't appreciate if we didn't say we don't appreciate you we probably don't so uh, next Joey what do we have ah well what do you want to do next Joe I wanted to show some appreciation. Joe, it's the 100th episode. It is the 100th. I can't state that enough. I will say it time and time again. It is the 100th episode of Average Joe's Media Podcast, Things You Think You Don't Care About. We are in the 100 Club today. Get it crunk. And you cannot take that away from us. Ever. And the, the, the floor is the roof. The ceiling is the roof. In the words of Michael Jordan. Again, very poetic. Thank you. So, so what do you want to do? <laughs> well, uh, we got a couple of different things we can choose from. 
Uh, we got what do jokes. you want to do? Yeah. Well, I, I want to do what the people want. So I'm thinking prank calls. Ooh. Prank calls. I like it. Okay. So who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Clearly. I'm excited about yours. Are you? All right. Are you going to get the backstory? Yep. No. Maybe. No. Sort of. Okay. Who am I calling? Ah, uh, oh, Texas Roadhouse. Yes, yep. Texas Roadhouse. Okay. Texas Roadhouse. Here we go. We're going to we, give you a call. We, this is the advice one? Yeah. I mean, every now and then leave some suspense. Oh, my bad. You know? Here we go. Texas Roadhouse in Fargo, North Dakota. Oh, We're glad Fargo. you called. To place a to-go order, press 4. If, if Mercedes is working there now after leaving Chili's, I'm going to lose it. Two. For hours of operation or location information, press 1. For all other calls, press 3. Thanks for calling Texas. Hey, Austin, I was given your phone number. I was told that uh, if I had a question and I needed some advice, you'd be able to help me out. I need some advice from you, Austin. A question about what? Uh, first of all, uh, th- I just have a question. I need some advice. Can you help me out? Yeah. Okay, awesome. Uh, if, I'm looking to, uh, if I'm looking to end a relationship, how do I do it? Oh, well, you know, I guess I didn't realize it was a Texas Roadhouse, but uh, do you think you could give me some advice? <laughs> um, I'm, looking to, I'm looking to end a relationship, and I need to know the best possible way to do it. I mean, do I pull the ripcord instantaneously and then deal with the, the aftermath as I'm slowly floating to the ground? Or do I, do I not ever pull the ripcord and just die on impact? Or do I pull the ripcord slowly so my glide to the ground is short? Um, what I'd probably say is, uh, first of all, do it in person, and then just, I'd have to say pull it fast and do and deal with it on your way down, because it's just rip the Band-Aid off be my advice. Rip the Band-Aid off. Okay, what if this Band-Aid, uh, like, is really sticky? On some right? hair. What if it needs like uh you know like some acetone to get it off the alcohol skin? Alcohol wipes. You know, alcohol wipes. What if it needs alcohol shots? You know? <laughs> and it's you know the uh, band aid won't rip. I'd say take it slow then. Okay. What okay. If she, what if she's holding on to the band aid and won't let go? What what if I mean <laughs> what I'm trying to say is if I need to if I need to end this relationship, do I I mean, so what you're saying is a formal letter is not good. No, I'd say definitely do it in person. Talk to him in person. Let him know. Okay, so so you're telling me if I go to a notary, that is not the right method. Nah, no, I'm going to say that's probably not the best option there. Okay, text messages? Like sliding no, into the not. DMs? Snapchat. Uh, no, I would definitely say like talk to them in person for this one. Okay, but okay, but I got to listen, in person is like not even a thing anymore because of social media. So like Snapchat, <laughs> it'll go away after I do it. I guess, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm old-fashioned. I, I don't know what to tell you here. Okay, Austin, how old are you? I'm 20. You're 20? I'm 36, okay? 
I'm 36, and I'm I'm just I need advice because this generation is 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 killing me in terms of how things used to be versus how things are now. You know, and you're like right smack dab in the middle of this generation. You know. Yeah. What made you old fashioned, Austin? I guess <laughs> just always have been, but you got a good mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is she hot? This <laughs> is uh, what about your dad? Yeah. Is he one of those chivalrous hold the door for the lady? Yes, he is. He is. Okay, so what you're saying is you don't expect the lady to pay for the meal. Uh, what if she offers? I mean, if they offer, I'm going to let them. Cause... I, I'm not going to say no to that, right? Right. Okay, what if, what if she offers before you end the relationship and then... You walk away after you talk about ending the relationship because you did pull that band-aid off quickly and then you left her with the bill. Is that okay? I'd say if you're planning on ending ending <laughs> in this in that situation, I'd say just say no, I got it. Uh-huh. Have that conversation yeah. and walk away scot free like hey, I did what I needed to do. I'm out here. But see what if I'm planning on ending it but they're not and they've already committed to paying for the meal? Do I keep them paying for the meal? Because here's the deal. This is going to go down at a Texas Roadhouse. That's probably why I got the idea. I mean... Just give her extra cinnamon butter. I think. What if I sugarcoat it a little bit with extra cinnamon butter? You guys, uh, I mean, y'all put, y'all put cocaine in that honey cinnamon butter. I'd say sugarcoat it. Yeah. Just take it easy and be as nice as you can, but... Yeah. What if you don't? What if you are mad? Do you still be nice while you're, while you're pissed at her, or or him? I'm not. Or him? I'm not playing any cards here. Shout out to 2020. Shout out to 2020. <laughs> How is he not hung um, up yet? This guy's great. I'd say I'm gonna have to stick with like my first opinion of just do it in person. Rip it do off. Do it in person. Rip that bandaid off. Yeah. And then just. Have to deal, you're gonna have to deal with it, whatever happens, anyways. But w- what if this person won't take no that? for an answer? I'd say just keep telling them no if they okay. decide to go, get all white trash rodeo and get all crazy. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Restraining orders are a thing. Ooh. So you're saying go ahead and file the restraining order before you pull the ripcord, no, so it's no, already no, in no, place. I'm not that. Oh. Okay. I'm sorry. I got. I thought that was like a preemptive. Not a preemptive for you, Austin. That's a that's a postemptive. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, do you do you buy flowers and a gift? I'd say probably not. No. Okay. Because it's wasting money at that point, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, have you ever had to end a relationship? Yes. Okay. Did you ever do it the wrong way? Yes. Okay. Explain that. Uh, I did it over a text message, and it was just all sorts of messed up and wrong and just a problem. Okay, so you felt bad about that. Yeah. So what you're saying is you're trying to give me advice so I don't feel bad after I do it. Yeah. So what you're saying is I should feel great about myself if I do this in person. Say, like, I did it right. Austin approved. Austin at Texas Roadhouse. First of all, I cannot tell you how appropriate that is being that Austin is the capital of Texas and you are at Texas Roadhouse. I mean, that is a 
That's fantastic coincidence, in my opinion. First of all. Yeah. Okay, so what if uh, what if you accidentally, let's just say, text from somebody else's phone asking if you're someone else, and saying, you know, and then oops, 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 wrong person. I mean, that could work. Okay. Set him up would that would that be considered a uh, them pulling the ripcord so you don't have to? I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, man, Austin. First of all, I just want you to know that you are you're you're one in a million. I want you to know that. <laughs> Second, Thanks, sir. I I'd like to set a uh, I'd like to call ahead. Can I can I put a, a name down? Yeah, for tonight. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Where are y'all located again? There's a there's a couple on my uh, on my screen here. We're in Fargo, right on Thirteenth Avenue, across from. You know, uh, right off, right by Lowe's, Chili's? across the street from Spitfire. Are y'all close to Chili's? Close to, close is, to where? Is there a Chili's close to you? Like a Chili's bar and uh, grill? There used to be, not anymore. Oh, oh. so do you know Mercedes? Uh, what Mercedes? Uh, all I know is she was Mercedes at Chili's. And maybe she might be Mercedes at Texas Roadhouse now because Chili's isn't there no more. Uh, no, I don't think I do. You don't know Mercedes? She's a peach, and she has a peach. It's amazing. It's amazing. Okay, so I'd like uh, three people because I need a referee whenever I pull the ripcord. All right. Yeah. All right. Can yeah. I get a name for you, sir? Name is uh, Tim and Jerry. All right. Uh, and when do y'all close? That's probably the more important thing. Ten. Okay. Uh, I think we're gonna be there about eight fifteen. Eight fifteen. Yep. All right. Okay. Awesome. And then, are we all over twenty-one? Absolutely. Awesome. All right. And then, can I just get a phone number for me, real quick? Absolutely. Phone number four six nine three one seven two five five. Six. Two five five. What was the last number? Six. Okay. Okay. Austin, you're the you are the best. I want you to know I appreciate you. No problem, sir. Thank you. No, no, thank you. Bye bye. Take care now. Bye bye then. Dude, he, he tried to get off the phone number? with you a couple times. <laughs> he did, yeah. but he gave me advice. Yeah, he good. stuck out the advice. Austin, whose number was that? I don't know. It was my number with the numbers mixed around. Okay, that's fine. I didn't know. <laughs> it were... might be somebody else. It may be a real number. Maybe we should call that one and see who it is. I, I I'm going to call that right now. 469-317-2556. Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> this is Texas Roadhouse to confirm your yep. call ahead. So basically, all week. Return your call on my next business day, which does not include Wednesday. Thank you for calling Metrocrest. It was very confusing. 
Hey there, uh, Claire. Uh, this is Austin from uh, Texas Roadhouse in Fargo, uh, North Dakota. And uh, uh, I'm just calling to confirm uh, the reservation that this is the number I got for you. Uh, if you could give me a phone call back, uh, my phone number is uh, here at Texas Roadhouse. My phone number here at Texas Roadhouse is uh, 701-282-8590. Please, if you could, give me a phone call back. I would appreciate it. Thanks, Claire. Take care now. Bye-bye then. <laughs> I almost want to call back and check in with Austin in a couple of days and yeah. find out whether or not he did got Tom, a call. Did Tom and Jerry ever show up? <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, Tim and Jerry. Yeah, Tim. Tim and Jerry, excuse me. Okay, Joe. <laughs> All right. Uh, who are you calling? All right, uh, Chili's Bar and Grill. Chili's, okay. Bangor, Maine. Bangor, Bangor Maine. Maine, okay. Bangor. Bangor. Bangor what? Smoking a pickup. Die. Bangarang. Bangarang, come on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hook fans, anybody? All right. Oh, Austin was a trooper, man. Austin was the best. He's about as good as the uh, Domino's manager and uh, the girl that answered in uh, Canada. All right, Joe, you ready? Yep. Oh, you got to wet the whistle first, oh, huh? get it, girl. You got to – oh, man, yes. Joey. You happy, Joe? I'm very happy. One more you whistle happy? wetting. You happy? Joey's gotta happy. Got to make sure I can uh, embrace my inner Canadian there. Okay. Tim from Nova Scotia. Ah, don't you know? Boy, yoing, 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 yoing. We are currently open for both dine in and to go. Oh, perfect. To ensure a completely contactless to go experience, please order and pay online at chewies.com oh. or through Chewies mobile app for curbside to go or delivery. We appreciate you contactless delivery for not contacting our food when you made it. Hey there, uh, this is Tim. And how are Jerry. you doing tonight? Good, how are you? Doing great. I was hoping to get your help here. I'm planning an anniversary trip for me and my fiance. Her name is Ava. We're from Nova Scotia. And she is obsessed with a particular athlete that is local to your uh, your community there. Julie the Cat Gaffney. And ducks fly together. And uh, we were hoping to go by some of the uh, the local eateries there. I'm um, kind of planning a little touristy trip. She's obsessed with the Mighty Ducks. And uh, we were wondering if uh, that Chili's Barn Grill, uh, as so many of them do, and we know up in Nova Scotia, uh, famous athletes and teams from the area, they have uh, some of their paraphernalia uh, displayed in a place of honor. And so I'm calling some local restaurants to find out if, in fact, they do have a Julie the Cat Gaffney uh, from Bangor, Maine, uh, Jersey up, so that she can take a selfie. Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, by any chance, there is as a local. Uh, do you know of any eateries we might uh, visit that might have some uh, some stuff? Yeah, 
in Bangor, it would either be Applebee's or Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, the old BB Dubs. We don't have those yeah. up here in Nova Scotia. I've always heard about it. They say, uh, was oh, it, yeah. what is their, their little theme song on that American football commercial? Uh, Beer Wing Sports, it's in the game? Yes. Awesome sauce. <laughs> well, thank you so much there. You've been very helpful. And uh, I, even though we won't be able to see any uh, thing from Julie, the cat Gaffney, uh, the first woman goalie in the Paralympics uh, representing the United States, uh, I definitely think we might have to go down there uh, and, and say hello to you. Thank you kindly. Of course. Have a great night. You bet. Go cats. I'm Peter Poo. Oh, that was good. Oh, that's Ju- exactly their slogan for Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, the one. That was good. That's the one. Oh, Get off the How movie. did you know their slogan? <laughs> oh, they don't have one in the Nova Scotia. You saw that American football. Oh, my gosh. That was awesome. Yep, yep. That's the one. Exactly. Yeah, Get off my phone. Oh. That's all I heard. <laughs> Oh, oh my good goodness! Gracious. That was that was that solid. was uh, that was fun. All right, Adam, you're up. Nah, I'm a pass. I'm gonna save Jordan Holiday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna save Here he is, the biggest douche of the <laughs> Ask him for free universe money. in all the galaxies. Okay, so that's okay. Oh man, it's hard to it's hard to beat hard to beat a good prank call. It's exactly, and that's why I'm not going. Yeah. Because it were so too you should have, you should have gone first. <laughs> yeah, 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 I should have gone Tim first. And, Tim and Jerry are a tough Tim, act to follow. Tim, there. Tim and Jerry, uh, Tim they have Jerry. Uh, pretty much uh, got this thing down pat here. Yeah, uh, here in the Nova Scotia Daily Bugle. Yes, Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan Daily Bugle. Uh, Canada search for the best poutine. That's right. <laughs> poutine. Poutine. I appreciate no. you. My favorite for was uh, reminding me one wrong letter in the middle of a word. Changes the word altogether. <laughs> My favorite was when we asked them, "If your poutine was a superhero, what would its powers be?" That's fair. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Okay, so man, prank calls. You know, prank calls is uh, in terms of all the the ones where we've done volume one, volume mm. two. All three prank calls have hit triple digit uh, downloads. They all have. three versions of them. So, uh, dad jokes, two of the three have, I believe. And so, all I'm saying is right now, time for a couple dad jokes. So, uh, Adam, you're first. Uh, What's white and hides behind a tree? Ooh, I don't know there. Make sure you sell it. A shy milk. I didn't get it, I don't know. I got this paper here and I didn't get oh, it. Okay. You, <laughs> you, you didn't you know, you read. I picked the shortest one to, yeah. to read. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, foul. Bong. <laughs> Joe? Um, There's a couple on here that don't keep it clean, by the way. You did not proofread this. Uh, well, <sighs> save the forests, eat more beavers. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I took off some of the other more offensive ones. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, what is yellow and kills you if you get it in the eyes? I don't know. A school bus. 
Uh, yeah, that'll hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam? It's your turn. Oh, okay. I thought I did one. Uh, why don't fish play basketball? They have issues with the net. Ooh. <laughs> why don't eggs tell jokes? Why is that? They'd crack each other up. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You know, I met Bruce Lee's vegetarian brother today. Mm, did you? <laughs> His name is Broccoli. <laughs> ah, Broccoli. Ah, Broccoli. Broccoli. <laughs> ah, nice to see you, Blue Sweet's brother. Blue Sweet's brother, a Broccoli. Butter from another mother. I was waiting on that one after oh, the conversation man. at dinner ah, last night. Broccoli. Ah. What tea is not good to drink? TNT. Ooh. Mm. What kind of shoes do ninjas wear? Sneakers. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between a wasp and a fly? What's that? A wasp can fly, but a fly can't wasp. Is that like a new TikTok dance? Strike one. Mm. Well. Strike. Uh... What would you call a camel that has no hump? A horse. Tuesday. Hump free. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about the guy who invented the knock knock joke? I didn't. He won a Nobel Prize. Yeah, he did. <laughs> What's black and white and sits in a swing? A swingwin. <sighs> oh, okay. That dad's not very funny. Strike two. Uh, what do you call a bear who's lost all his teeth? Gummy bear. You know it takes guts to be an organ donor. I bet it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number five doesn't keep it clean either, does it? Mm, I don't know. Uh, why has no skeleton ever jumped from a really tall building? You can't say balls on this podcast. They ain't got no balls. <laughs> What's black, cool, and stands in a forest? Whew. A deer in a leather jacket. Mm. Strike three. And that's all for dad jokes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> all we needed was three terrible dad jokes from Joey. Oh, man. I think the fourth time we're running low on, on ones we haven't used. I don't think we are. I don't think we are. There were several on here that, uh, there were several. Oh, you mean just the three of us? Yeah. Uh, on this paper here? Yeah. I appreciate you coming prepared for this. Well, it's, you know. uh, it's, it's episode 100, 100 Club, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I like, listen, I like the Polar Bear's favorite cereal, Frosted Flakes. That's, that's a good one. That's pretty solid, you know? Frosted Flakes is a good cereal. It really is. It's, it was unfortunately pitted against the Cinnamon Toast Crunch on round one in our bracket. What? Who did it lose to for y'all? Do you remember? What was that? What, what cereal? Frosted Flakes. Dude, I don't remember. Frosted Flakes is a good cereal, man. It's was a it good. You don't, you don't even need the milk or anything. You can just snack on it, in my opinion. True. So how, do you know how many times, I think, between the two of us and the page, you got tagged in the Cinnamon Toast? Was it ice cream? Uh, the right after that oh, episode? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Well, you did. Well, someone uh, did that was part of that conversation sent that. I think it was you. And then it got tagged again and tagged okay. again and tagged again. Oh well. Uh Joe, what do you what do you got next? Mm. 
We want to talk logos? I think we should talk logos. Talking logos. Okay, so uh, for those of you that checked out our uh, season five debut premiere, episode one, season five, we did Numero a uh, uno. we did a couple brackets. We did cereal, and uh, we copied highly unapologetic. So thank you, Adam, for you setting doing? the mold on that one. For sure. Uh, but then we took it a step further and made him a little jealous that he should have. He was done a little this. jelly. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I say a little jealous. I mean. He really enjoyed that conversation. I mean, I was a full participant. And so... I mean, you uh, had the tiebreaker on like... On most of the ones that we had a tie on. Yep. So, uh, we talked about a current logos plus a couple, because there's not 32. Uh, we, we brought a couple oldies but goodies back and had yep. a competition, bracket-style competition of logos. So now, we are going to... Uh, we're going to talk about baseball teams that are currently in existence... What are the worst logos that they have ever created? And we're going to show the people, for those of you who are on the podcast here listening and can't see, uh, we'll give you the dates, the years that the logo right. was in existence, and then uh, so you can go check it out and see how ghastly it is. It's, I mean, just it is. terrible logos. I mean, who hired these companies to create these logos? Right? I'm telling you what, so people got made a lot of money on trash. So that's, that is true. So good for them, right? I mean, right. if they're capitalizing on garbage, that's what the Cowboys are doing with that. And I'm right going to say, as you're bringing the first one <laughs> up, my friend, and looking at these preliminary, man, you really outdid yourself with putting this together. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. We're going to start with the A's and the Seattle Mariners logos. I've always enjoyed the A's logos, all of them. The color schemes fit too perfect. I have too. The, uh, the A's have been, even though I don't like them from a from – a, from a standpoint of they play the Rangers, the Rangers are my team. Um, outside of that, man, I enjoyed being part of the A's whenever uh, whenever I was playing baseball growing up. I mean, I like the I like green green and yellow go good good right. together. Right. Um, I mean, they got some pretty decent uh, uniform combos. My question, so, my question is 1971 through 81 for the A's. Yep. What is in the baseball to the left of the A? Those are shoes. Oh, or cleats or something. Oh, you know that actually makes sense because I've always hated when the A's wear their uh, gray unis uh-huh. and white shoes. Well, yeah, I, I hate guess that, that probably yeah. puts that together. Yeah, I'm a big. I'm more of a fan of their alternate logos. Yeah, um, same. Yep. Then and, and to me, the worst logo is their present logo, 1993 to to now. Yeah, just the, the green. green circular logo. It's. I mean, it doesn't have any flash to it. In, in any way, the 1994 to 2002 alternate logo may be a second on that list because it's too busy with the sun behind the elephant. Yeah. The 93 and 94 one, I think, is my favorite. Yeah, that one's that one's pretty solid. I mean, you can't get past the uh, the elephant in ni- uh, 1988 to 90, 92 and 95 to present on top of the baseball. Right. I mean, that's a pretty common. That's that's on their jerseys. Uh, yeah. That's patched on their sleeves and stuff. Uh, and that's I mean, it's pretty clever, especially if you. If you remember the story uh, about it, or if you go back and read, why is an elephant even part of it? Because it doesn't make any sense. And you brought that up. Why is there an elephant? And then yeah. Adam gave us the background story. He did. And, uh, and it was just, I mean, it, it's kind of, it's more a nostalgic thing than anything else. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would say the 93 to present is, is the one that I don't like the most. Yeah. What about, uh, what about Seattle? Uh, 77 to 80. 
I don't like that one at yep. all. Yep. Uh, I think there's too much going with 93 to present day. Yep. I do like the, the compass, though. Yep. I think if they only did the compass, it would be way better. Right. Agreed. Uh, I like yeah. the color scheme of the compass on the alternate logo. Um yeah. 2015 to present compass there. Right. I like that color scheme more than the teal and gray. Right. Um, not, but, a, not a fan of 87 to 92. Well, see, 87 to 92 is, is simple. Yeah. It's simple. It's hard to mess up right. a simple logo. But that's what most baseball logos are simple. Absolutely. You which know is, what I mean? Which, which is, is why perfect. they're great. Yeah. Most right. of them. I like the, uh, the 81 to 85 for me is I like the trident. I just don't like the star behind it. Yeah. I mean, that, I, I kind of like that. They should have just kept the trident uh, standalone. The trident made its entry in 90, uh, 77 to 80 on the left side of that logo yeah. there. But, yeah, I would say 77 to 80 is the worst one here. Well, it isn't. I mean, I'm sure there's some history behind it. But when you think of, like, different locations, teams, um, regions, and where a star is relevant, I don't really think of uh, Washington. I don't think of Seattle. Fair, that's Ball. fair. That's fair. I don't. Ball. I don't think of. Uh... <laughs> well done. Well done. I didn't even catch that. Okay. That was good. Uh, so I mean, that's so Seattle, 1977 to 1980. I think we're in agreement there. That's the worst logo right. that they've wow. had. I don't like the yellow down at the very bottom in the 2015 to present day. You don't, don't like that? I don't. Yellow like in the, there? I don't like the yellow in there either. See, to me, yellow. I don't like the yellow, the pale yellow behind the compass. Right. I like the yellow in the compass because I think the royal and yellow blue yellow combination is But are they even using yellow in their in their logo today? That's a oh, fair point. That's, that's fair. So why are we doing that? Well they do have the alternate uh they do have the S with the yellow and yeah. the and the yeah. royal yeah. as one of their hats that they wear. So I would I would say yes it's in the rotation, but it's not a <laughs> it's not a dominant one. Well I just feel like I, I enjoy Seeing the blue and the yellow more now because when we were growing up with Ken Griffey, you know, yeah, was there oh, it was, was a, green, that, green yep. and gray for me were the more predominant colors that I remember. Well, so he was actually more part of the eighty seven ninety two with with those. Uh, it was more of a navy and yellow. Yeah, and so the yellow was very predominant in the in the Mariners when Griffey was around. It then started going to that teal gray right. combination, and so he he you know eclipsed the two. Uh, so Astros and Kansas City, worst logo for the Astros. Uh, worst logo for the Astros. I think it's got to be one of them with the Astrodome uh, oh, man, incorporated into it. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I get what they're trying to do with it. but Well, they're trying to highlight the, was it, one of the seven wonders of the world or something? Yeah. yeah. I'm going with 2000 through 2012. Those three right there I'm not a huge fan of. On the uh, on the alternate logos, yeah. See, my favorite's two thousand to two thousand twelve yeah, of too. all their logos. If yeah. I got a Houston Astros hat, if it's not the old Colt forty fives hat, I'm I'm finding trying to find a two thousand to two thousand twelve hat. It's also got that real dark navy blue. It's the Jeff, uh, yeah, Jeff Bagwell, yeah, Craig Biggio era, yeah, the Killer um, Bees. They had uh, Bell yep. also, yeah. Yeah, 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 which is when we didn't. Uh, hate them because they were in the, in national, the national league. league we never really ever played them in play right. and, they, and they hadn't cheated yet right stupid cheaters um is there any reason behind the 94 to 99 when they moved away from that color scheme 
Is there? I mean, you can see color schemes change even in the Royals. Uh, in the Royals, they got kind of an orange crown, and then in right. 93, 2001, they got kind of a gold, like an olive green gold looking. I mean, it's. I'm just saying, like the copper, weird, the copper color is a pretty large departure from the orange. That's true. That's true. But they also, I mean, when you see the new, uh, the new logos, they right. hire a new company most of the time. Yeah. Um, or they, there's new people there that want to put a, t- a spin on things and, and right. make them more relevant again, you know, or something like that. Uh, but yeah, I would say the, uh, I don't like the 2002 to 12. I don't like those Texases behind the, the star that I like. Yep. I like the star clean by itself. Uh, the Astrodome, that's more of a, to me, that's more of the iconic old age Astros, you know, yep. obviously it's back when they first began. They did have sweet uniforms back then. Yeah, agreed with that. So, yeah. uh, but I would say the alternate star by itself is my favorite. The worst is the, and especially this one with kind of the puke yellow. Yep. Two thousand two to two thousand twelve alternate. Uh, that to me, that one's the worst one. That one, that's not appealing for anything. Not even a patch on the sleeve. But I mean, I could be wrong. You you can at least put the ones with the Texas on a hat. You can't really put the Astrodome logos on a on a cap. I yeah, yeah, that's more of a think, that's like, a patch on the sleeve or a good shirt or logo. a t-shirt, yeah. like a like a left breast small three inch circle. circle Especially the logo. 1972 alternate logo. That one's just yeah, trash. That one's pretty ugly. That yeah. one's pretty. I mean, that's just basically the inverted uh, one from 65 to 76. Yeah, all yeah. the white became orange and vice versa. Yeah, I think the 77 to 93 is really the only good like old school Astros one. That one's okay. The font makes it better. Yeah. But everything else stayed the same. Anyways, I, but I mean the 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 Texas ones, I just don't like those. But I mean, I would say here it's a toss up, maybe between those the Texas mm-hmm. ones and the Astros, uh, the dome ones. Not good, not good. They definitely took their first couple strides and and, and improved. Yeah, when you say uh, Kansas City, these they didn't divert much here. They didn't divert, but they changed up a lot. Are y'all bigger fans of the gold, like the brighter go- yellowy gold, or? Uh... Yeah, I want the real gold. I don't okay. like the I don't like the yellow. The, so the newer ones. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, two thousand two to two thousand five alternate logo. I think that one is awful with the baseball in the background. That one was one that they tried to do what everybody else was doing. Right. Yeah, I think and, everybody almost has one like that but now. That, yeah. But that, uh, that and most that, of them are terrible. Baseball yep. almost looks pink. Yeah. But I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but you're not going to have a pink team. Yeah. The laces you're talking about? Yeah. 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 I would say, I mean, they kept the they kept the basic idea all the way through everything except that one. And the reason is, is because that is a good logo. I mean, it's a banner that would be hung outside of a castle. It's genius. I love the, the font. Yep. I like that. I like when they changed the KC with the R. To just the KC. Yeah. Back in 2002-2005, when they they took out the R in the middle of the banner, they made it way better. And they put Royals at the bottom. That was better than the R in there. Um, When they took the R out of the banner, it was way better. I would say 2002-2005 alternate logo is the worst one. I I would go to 69-78 would be the next worst one. Yes. Or I don't know, 71-92. Well, sixty nine to seventy eight, I agree overall in the primary, but the secondary, the seventy one to ninety two, is at the worst. 
Well, see, I, I'm okay with the circle. I don't like that orange text saying Royals on the bottom like that. I Agreed. mean, that looks like they they had to make you know what R stood for. Yeah. And they didn't know what font to use or how big to make it. or Like, they were questioning, should we put this here? If it's small enough, maybe it won't matter. Yeah. Right. That's, what, that's what that looks like to me. I'd say that's second behind the 2002 alternate in terms of the worst. All right. Next. Orioles, they got a ton. I will, I'm going to go ahead and clarify something. In my opinion, if they if they have the fewer logos, the better the logos generally are. Yeah. Because why change it if it's iconic? If it's if it's a good logo, uh, that you'll see that with the Dodgers. And uh, the, uh, there was one other where they didn't have very many at all, and they'd been around for a while. The Yankees was one. Uh, but here, the Orioles, they have a lot to choose from that uh, could be kind of. Just you know, just kind of not very good uh, in people's opinion. But they really incorporated the duck, right? The bird. <laughs> they did. They really incorporated the bird everywhere. I don't dislike any of these, like at all. Yeah. Yeah. I think the 1954 through 65. I think that's just a that's a you know a, a, a logo for the time. Yeah, uh, that you was know? a very common thing for yeah. the time. Yeah, absolutely. The, the way perfect. they put it together. Uh, I like sixty-seven because he looks like a they just mean mugging. Sixty-seven. Oh, no, yeah. fifty-seven. Is that sixty-seven? Yeah, sixty-seven, or 67? with yeah. the bat in his hand. And he's yeah, yeah. In the alternate ones. Yeah, yeah. But I don't like that two thousand two to two thousand three. Now he's looks like uh, a super super nice guy. Yeah. Now he's just happy. He's, he's just happy to be yeah. at the he's bat. He's actually about uh about fifteen years. Uh, that logo is about fifteen years uh, too early. Yeah. Hey, need, that needs to be now. I'm not a big fan of just the O's. Oh, I love that. that I mean, I like the hats. text, but I'm just sitting like, back thinking, with all this other stuff, that one kind of stands out to me saying, we didn't really want to be very creative on this one. Like the yeah. 2009 to present? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm not, a big fan of the, I'm not a big fan of the flag in the middle of the circle. No, that would be the worst one for me. I mean. I don't mind it. I, I'm I not saying it's, it's cool bad. Flag. I'm not saying it's bad. It looks like the crest, like but the a family thing, crest. The thing about it is if you look at all the, the sports teams in Baltimore, yeah, they're you're consistent talking, with you're that. talking about Ravens have it. Yeah. Oh, that's or, fair. Orioles have it. That's uh, true. The University of Maryland has it. So, yep. I mean, I, 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 that makes sense. I like it. Okay. That, I mean, that kind of puts that together. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. That, yeah. I think that's one. I'd have to say that I agree with you. That's a cool thing. The city is consistent. Yep. Yep. Or the state, rather. And so I guess my thing is that the O's, I like the script on it, but to me it's the one that they were just like, let's just go yeah, let's just super simple this yeah. time. Let's give you an O with an apostrophe S. But I do like let's two, make it possessive. 2002 to 2018 has the O's hat on it, and I like it. I never noticed that until now. So okay. out of all the cartoon birds, though, which one would you take on a, on a hat or on a shirt? All of them. Okay, so I would say that the uh, I would say the birds that they try to make look more real are the ones that aren't near as good. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like that. Eighty nine to ninety seven. So two thousand nineteen to present, I don't like the Orioles sitting on top of the Orioles. Yeah, like he just landed there right. and he's he's on a right. on a high wire or something. Yeah, uh, I would say the more cartoony type birds are better than the real birds. Right, and I think we'll get in that discussion yeah. a little bit. But I'll take every one of them on a hat. Yeah, I don't know why I'm not remembering. I like that. orange and black as a color scheme too. True. I mean, it, what they what was on either. the jerseys when we were growing up? Was the bird on the Orioles banner or no? When we were growing up, it was 95 to 97. Uh, 
Yeah, but that wasn't on the jer- that wasn't the main part of the jersey, though, right? Uh, I would say that uh, the ninety two ninety four primary logo, the two thousand nine to two thousand eighteen. That's what you're looking at right there. That was on jerseys. Yeah, yeah. Like when Ripken was playing for the majority of the time. When who? Kyle Ripken. Ripken. Okay, I yeah. thought you said Rimkin. Oh no. Oh. Oh, how Rimkin. <laughs> uh, White Sox, again, White Sox went through a whole lot. Uh, hard to find a bad one here, in my opinion. Yeah, agreed. Uh, if, they, I had, if I had to pick one, 60 to 75, for sure. 60 to 75. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that looked like they were mad at the Reds, that the Red Sox took the Red Sox name. Yeah. And then they just I like know, the inverted font. the color. I like the font on uh, 59. Chicago. Yep. I like that a lot. Yep. I'd say the 49 to 70 is a, is a reach. Yeah. Uh, 1920 is a play on the Red Sox, yep. socks that they have. Um, but, I mean, they cross and they're displayed in a different way. My favorite ones are the, uh, the yes. socks that are stacked. Yes. And, uh, and then I'm also a big fan here of the 76 to 90. The, the player on top of the word socks. Yep. I'm a big fan of those. Uh, matter of fact, I think I have a hat like tagged with one of those on it. Yep. And I couldn't I couldn't decide. I had a hard time deciding between the the 36 to 1938 style of socks, yeah. and then the 76 to 90 yeah. uh, with the with the player. I don't even mind 1990 to present with the with the white sock and the diamond to the right. Which one? That one, no, to the right. Oh, that oh, one right there. Oh, yeah, that's not horrible. Yeah. Well, and that well, that one's extremely vague. Yeah, I mean, unless I you... think that's a patch though on their sleeve. I want to say that might be true. Yeah, I just find it fascinating though. Like the nineteen oh one to nineteen oh two is very similar to we'll, we'll get into Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah. yeah. But the different ways they did a C, the rest of the time, and the fact that it never overlapped uh, with the Cubs or the Bears. Yeah, which well, I that's, thought, you know that what I mean? kind of had to be the case. And it could have overlapped a little bit. Just they changed the color. You know, at that time, how many how many uh, design companies were out there? There may have only well, been. Well, that's a what I'm saying. Though I don't think. I, I, I we the, I've this seat right here, looked. 1905, the 1905, the 1904, the 1908. Those are fairly common little uh, script characteristics in those seats. Whenever you get to Cubs, Cincinnati, things like that. You'll see similarities there. Okay. They may be like they may be stretched in a different way or something like that, but you'll see some similarities there. But I can't imagine eighteen to thirty-one being on a jersey or a cap. Eighteen to thirty-one. Yeah, the one that looks like the police badge <laughs> with the white sock on. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean that one's that one's busy, man. That's trash. And that one may be that insane. one may be the worst one. Now maybe next to worst from the one with the red. I would definitely wear nineteen thirty-nine to nineteen forty-eight. On the far left, on a hat, yeah, yeah. I could do it. Oh, that, I'd, oh, I, that, I might put that on a shirt. That guy is sweet. That's, I mean, that one, <laughs> that one's good. That one's good for sure. That one also fit the time. Oh, absolutely. The big cart, the cartoon yeah, with the puffy pants, you know, and the the ball caps that had the bill that was way too big. Which the when, and that when, was a hard time too. When teams now wear their uh, wear their throwbacks, yeah, man, I love seeing those puffy. Oh. Puffy uniforms, yeah, big absolutely. Baggy uniforms, man, absolutely makes me wish I was watching baseball back then when it was, yeah. when it was pure. Now, see, that's all, I'm, I think it's it's interesting to look at the logo styles uh, during World War II, and that was a tough time. That's true for, that's for sports true. in general. I mean, you have the Reds here. 
This is a this is one you won't find me. You you can't talk me into disliking any of these. That's fair at all. Well, okay. So what I what I would say here is if you had to rank them, which one would be the bottom on the ranking? Nineteen sixty on the alternate logos. That little the kind the, of grayed out yeah, looking the one. Grayed out looking one. Yeah, and fifty four to fifty nine. They 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 brought it back. They would they would be they would be last, but I still I still like it. I'm a, a huge lot. fan of the baseball, Mister Baseball, with, yeah, with the absolutely. hat. I mean, yeah. speaking of the hat, I mean, if we're talking about hats like that, we might as well make sure that we show you what hats like that look like. So, uh. I mean, Joey looks like a train conductor right now. He really does. Choo choo. Joey probably wears this hat better than I do. Yeah. Yeah, I think it fits his head way better. But uh, but that style hat back in the '40s, '50s, '60s uh, was cool, in my opinion. One of the coolest hats. They didn't worry about the little triangular sections on the hat. Uh, I mean, and it was just a common baseball cap for the time. And I got to tell you, I think you pointed out when uh, when I was dropping these off with you. Yeah. You know, that like I personally like to wear a cap backwards sometimes. And if I do wear like a flatter build one, yeah. I like to tilt it to the side a little oh, bit. But Satchel that just, Page right here. Oh, you know what I mean? CC. That, yeah. Sabathia, that's right. Yo, have yeah. you seen him? No. Dude, what happened? He's skinny and bulked up. Has he? Like, he's not fat. So what you're saying is he prolonged his career another couple of years. No, he no. Okay, no. he still. But he looks good. Okay. Yeah. He prolonged his life for life. Years. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Life. Good. <laughs> okay. I'll so also say one more quick thing. Oh yeah. One um, more quick thing. this actually is a very comfortable style hat. Yeah. To wear. Yeah. It like doesn't th- have the. It doesn't have the. The the press down at the crown at the, the right. top of your head. Yeah. Yeah, it's less binding. Yeah. And if you, even if you curve it a little bit, you don't have the pinching on the temples a whole lot. So this is a very comfortable hat. I wish they'd make more like this. Yeah. Well, they still making them. We can get like we can get other teams like this. I'm sure you can. Okay. I mean, if you can still get the Pirates one, I imagine you can still get the others. We're you gonna may have just to, have to do some digging. We're gonna have to look at the listen. If they reach had a, out red, to new era and see if, if we can find a Reds hat like this, I'm down. Oh, I am too. I mean, no letter on it, no logo on it, just two red lines all the way around a, a white hat or a black hat. I don't care. Maybe but, we should, we're gonna have to start. Uh, we're gonna have to do some some search and some digging. Yeah, tagging new era. That's right. So, but here, check these seeds out in 1905, 1906, 1908, 1912. Look, they're all similar. Similar. Uh, They have a different end to the sea at the, the, you know, at the edges or, you know, the tips of the sea. Uh, But here in the center, they have that little triangle jut out, and sometimes they cut out a diamond out of it. I would like to see a hat with the color scheme of 54 to 55 because i really yeah. like that uh i like that blue that contrast blue. blue to red there yeah yeah i mean it's to me that's a little, a little fade on it to me that's the the blue is the color of the hat and they just put that logo on it yeah. yep i mean that i think that would, be, would look sharp that would look pretty good i'd wear that Most mr likely. baseball is probably the best mascot in all of baseball and probably you guys all of sports you I prefer think. the mustache mr baseball versus absolutely the shaven. well i mean absolutely yeah, I mean, Absolutely. I do too. This I guy just looks checking. like he's playing Little League. I don't know why you one. would prefer mustache, uh, Mr. Baseball, because you got a beard without a mustache right now. That and makes you sense. Grow the mustache you know, back, dude. We we can't all be followers. Some of us have to be trailblazers. So I'm this, I'm rocking this look, man. Yeah, you say is, that about Dak Prescott too, and you're wrong. 
The he has one good game, and you're you're back on the gravy train. Last week, you're like, yep, yeah, it's probably not the year. Well, if uh, for any of those who are not caught to speed with the uh, completely flooding of social media uh, disputes over Dak Prescott, yeah. Uh, if you you'll mean? go it's back, it's friendly conversation. It's just when you go back, it, it just it, yeah, it's just two best friends. Yeah, enjoying uh, a difference How of opinion. How wrong Joey is. Um, the man has as many wins uh, since he's been in the league. Um, it's pretty much the I think he's tied for maybe second most wins. Yeah, uh, out of the other quarterbacks. So are you telling me whenever he has like a fifteen game streak, exactly like Brock Osweiler? And uh, he's only been in the league for four years, but he has a 12-game streak like that. You're telling me he's amazing. What I will tell you okay. is that a challenge. So no, you're not telling me that. Hold on, but you're hold on, hold on. With me. What I would like to what I like to do though is is uh, I challenge you to any of the criteria that you want to uh, dispute his greatness for. I could find you players that are in the Hall of Fame in the same scenario. Like if you say, oh well, he only won in the regular season, not in the playoffs. Hall of Famers in that same scenario. Oh well, he. Which never Hall of made. Famers are in that same scenario? That he's better than, or as good as. No, no, no hold on. Well, I mean, he's only been in the league like what four years. Yeah, so I mean, and I don't he's think been I can in the say... league about three years too long. He had a great rookie season. Okay. And then meh, the rest of the time, even last year, just because he had but great numbers, plenty of, he are, did not affect the team there are in plenty any way. Of players who have made it into the Hall of Fame based upon stats alone, without any significant. Uh, playoff wins or any Super Bowl We're talking wins. quarterbacks? I'm talking about players. I can think of one. We're talking quarterbacks. If, okay, how many, how many if rings he changes is, how over many, to a wide receiver, how many rings, I'll be okay with that. How many rings does Marino have? How many playoff wins does Marino have? Dak will never touch Marino. I'm not ever. saying he's going to touch Marino. I'm just bringing up the point. He doesn't have a Super that's Bowl. That's the definer. He doesn't have a Super Bowl, but he has several playoff wins. I believe he even – didn't he get to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Huh. Huh. Okay, but huh. how many years did he did he take to get there? Huh. How how many years did it take for him to get more than one playoff win? I mean, how many years did it take John Elway to win the Super Bowl? I don't know, but he won two in a row. Yeah, towards the end of his career. It doesn't really matter. And he was still he was still slinging that ball too. Okay. I mean, listen, all you all I'm saying is that the you number one, you have to bring quarterbacks into the conversation, not you don't bring to me some linebackers who never won. And have good stats. Listen, don't bring me any here's of that. The deal. Don't here's bring the me deal. receivers. Here's the deal. That I, never won playoff <laughs> games that are in the Super I, I pray that we are still doing this podcast after Dak Prescott's career has ended and he's a first We'll come round. back in and do at first, least one yeah. episode if he does. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. If he does, to. we'll be like, okay, first now ballot. whoever's, whoever's first voting ballot. people into the Hall of Fame need to be fired. Yeah, you will always have an excuse and refuse. Like, if he wins the Super Bowl, you're going to be like, oh, he's like Nick Foles, still trash. I didn't say Nick Foles is trash. I've never said Nick Foles is trash. Well, a lot of people apparently think he's trash okay. because, again, I mean, this is no – I'm not specifically getting on the Eagles I believe front. he took a I'm good Philadelphia saying. team and and managed them well enough to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Obviously, he got MVP for it. He managed a good team. Dak Prescott has had a good team mostly for all will four Tony, plus two will games. Will Tony Romo make it to the Hall of Fame? No. Is Tony Romo better than Dak Prescott? Yes. Yes. Why? He had he better. More, more he less. had more winning seasons. He had more playoff wins. Did he? No, he did not. He, no, I no, he, he did not. That's he didn't false. have more playoff wins. No, that's the biggest problem with him. Yeah. He couldn't sure win a playoff game to save right. his life. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But he did do more with less. 
He didn't have Amari Cooper. He didn't have Gallup. He didn't have... He did more with less. Yeah. But define what more is because Dak's already setting records. Don't give me the record about the 400-yard pass game and three rushing touchdowns, and he's the only quarterback to ever do it. I can find you an arbitrary stat where some quarterback is the only quarterback in the NFL to throw one pass, and it was an interception. How do you feel? Uh, Hold on, hold on. In the history, hold on. I can find an arbitrary stat There's an other interesting stat that in the history of the NFL, which has been around for 100 years. Okay. Okay. Uh, 100 club. A team, shout out. If the team has had 39 points or more, with zero turnovers, they have never lost before. So yesterday's game, mm-hmm. when the Cowboys did end up coming back, which nobody thought they would, okay. and when they beat the Falcons, was the first time in the history of the NFL that a team's been able to do that with that point deficit with no turnovers by the team that carried the lead the whole game. So the, that's a huge breadth of, of, of examples, right? That's a huge... Survey size, uh-huh. hundred years worth. That's just the uh-huh. Falcons being the Falcons, man. That's fair. Falcons well, just, have a history of terrible lead holding. Again, first time in the history of the NFL. Okay, okay. So you're so, telling me that because something that happened that was an anomaly, Dak Prescott is automatically an, worth what he wants. The man will get paid what he wants. No, that's I, happening. I don't think that he will. No, not by not by Jerry Jones. Okay. Even though Jerry Jones is the most likely to do it. But can we at least agree then? Nope. That no matter what Dak Prescott does, nope. muting you. No matter right how now. well he does, you're never going to accept the fact that he's a good quarterback and one of the better ones. If he, Even if he gets put in the Hall of Fame, you're still not going to accept the fact that he deserves. If to he, that. if he puts the team on his back for the majority of a season, okay. not for a single game in a season. Okay then I will start to change my tune because he's starting to actually be a leader of the team and how important the quarterback role is, that is their sole job. So I, I would, because I view, I, I anticipate he's going to have a long career and I anticipate this is going to have a long, we're going to have a long career together. I think it, at some point we need to set some criteria on like, here's the measures uh-huh. where Joe Boo's going to stop hating on Dak Prescott so yeah. we can track I, it. I, I'm going to let you set them, target. and I'll, I'll feel fairly certain that they'll never get set. I feel like it's a moving target. It's not a moving target. If you set okay. parameters, and he reaches those parameters, if you set legit parameters, not one game and it happens, oh, my gosh, no, you Dak Prescott is you're the savior have to, to America's the, team. You're going to have to set the parameters. Make America's team great again. Dak Prescott, one game where he got 400 yards and three rushing touchdowns, and he lost to the Rams in week one. The grand poobob of stats. Horrible. Grand poobob of stats will not accept any stat of his. So you have to set the standard. It's pointless for me because everything I bring up, you're going to make an excuse why it doesn't matter. I don't understand what you're trying to say. Fair. Ball. <laughs> we digress. Next, Cleveland. Let's look at Cleveland. We always have a Dak Prescott uh, uh, interlude I mean, there. Yeah, in I mean, the of- we've dedicated a whole episode. Yeah, that's fair. And it, it wasn't Dak good because of Dak Prescott. <laughs> okay. The dog's howling. They hate your argument. The dog's howling because I changed my inflection, and they think somebody else is here that they should probably shouldn't be here. Okay. Uh, so here, uh, this one's pretty easy for me. 28. Logo, 1928. Horrible. 33 horrible. to 38. Horrible as well. I mean, that looked like, <laughs> that looked like the owner's seven-year-old 
got uh, got some matte pencils and started coloring. 73 to 78, was there a change in ownership? Because I don't understand if you're with the logos that had come before it, like 51 to 62, right? Even 49 to 72, a little bit of a tweaking. Why would you go to that? Like, that makes no sense to I me. I don't know. I don't know, but it's, 73 to 78 is my favorite on here. I like that font for sure. Yep. I and like that the was, font, and that and was, I like the, in, yeah, the, that was Indian the font that's that they, in the baseball there. That was the font that they had on their jerseys, too. Yep. So, have you seen this particular logo is not on here, but when I was buying some of those logo alternate um, cats from New Era, uh-huh. one of the ones they have right now is a red C in the same font as the 73. It's a C, just the, the, the red C on the dark navy blue hat. Okay. Looks pretty sharp. It's pretty solid. So I can sounding. agree with I can agree with the font on the logo, but I hate everything else about the logo. Okay. Okay, so this one here, this is some logos where either teams hadn't been around very long or they had some logos that, you know, really never needed to change very frequently. So uh the Diamondbacks. Uh Trey Scott uh very eloquently said the Diamondbacks have been around since nineteen ninety eight and they have yet to get a logo right. He's tripping. Do what? He's tripping. Yeah. No, whoa, he's tripping. He's tripping. Okay. Uh, aside from maybe the 2016 to present day A, uh, and maybe the 2007 to present uh, uh, snake shaped like a D. Okay. That DB with the tongue, with the serpent's tongue, yeah. is awesome. Okay. Uh, yeah, I agree. The serpent holding the baseball in his mouth is awesome. I like the teal one. Yeah, yeah, and there's nothing wrong with teal and purple. Yeah. That, that dude's tripping. So uh, the biggest argument I saw about the, the ones with the word Diamondbacks in it is is Diamondbacks two words or just one. And well, so the way they stacked it there yeah. 12, it, 12 to 13 wants the, the, the lower word to be the fangs, right? What? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the A and the K the, in the, the backs the is supposed to be the fangs. That's, I think, why they dropped it into two words. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. That makes sense. I mean, that but makes it's sense. Still, but it's still redundant because he got fangs in the A. Yep. Agreed. That's true. the crossbar. But now your friend, your, that dude, that dude's super chipping because those well, are some, those are some sweet logos. I would say, I would say, I think that the, uh, the seven, 2007, which there's no real difference there in, uh, I guess the eyes is the difference in 2008 to 2015. The little dots. They have like a little eye, uh, right? Uh, irises or whatever, and the the tongue yeah, color. Yeah, the color is a little different, but um, it's the same basic logo from 2007 to 2015. I say that's their best one. I think the the 2007 to present snake in the shape of a D is the worst one, and the A. Maybe the, co- the color on 2016 to present is good for me, but I'm not a huge fan of the snakes because when I look at the baseball, I'm just reimagining my foot. Ah, when you got bit by the snake twice outside yeah. of your front door, yeah, that's well, that's just that's just you know. Bias. I think the D and the B as a as a diamond back head is super clever. Yeah, I think it is clever as well. I didn't actually, I never, I didn't even see the the snake head. I just saw the D and the B, which yeah. it's funny. In the, I didn't, I only saw the glove in the yep. Brewers hat, but I never saw the M and the right. B. Here, I just saw the D and the B, but not the snake. Right. Well, I don't remember so, even actually seeing this version of the logo. That's pretty so clever. I think it's neat. I'm curious if more teams will start moving to that. To what? The Where the letters and the logo are intertwined. When they create, create yeah. something out of. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, what the other odds, teams do it? I mean, can the Braves do that? No. Can the Indians do that? Can people that have a, a team where it's a, an animal or a type of human face do that? Probably not. Right. But mm-hmm. if they have where they can make – the uh, D and the B just worked out too perfect. That worked out great for the snakehead, and I agree that that's that's pretty clever. Um, how about the Colorado Rockies? I mean, I'm that, a fan. I like. I've always liked their logos. I to me, I'm indifferent on either one of these. I think the CR is worse between the two of these, just because it's very bland. I'm, I'm right. a fan. But, I mean, it's a, it's their hat. I mean, it's their hat. Ever they haven't done anything but these two logos, right? Since they've been open, so I love the black hat with the Rocky Mountains and the baseball. Yeah, minus the Colorado Rockies. Yeah, minus okay. the, yeah. the font. I love that on a hat. I would agree with that. What I love about that that particular logo is is the first time I went to Colorado when we were turning in. I forget what highway it is to go towards Estes Park. Even though it's a little cartoony, I mean, if you you could have held a big enough, you know, a scaled version up against the horizon, uh-huh. it lined up really great. The actual logo there. Yeah, same okay. thing like with the Coors Light can. Okay, um, I think it's there's just, probably a reason for that. No, I know but they may still. have just taken a real picture and vector arted it. Right, but I mean, just saying for oh. someone who'd never been before, oh. I was like, and, but you're used to seeing these iconic um, logos for thirty some odd. I years. wouldn't call the Colorado Rockies iconic just yet. Well, Coors Light call them iconic yet. Coors Light's probably more iconic. Coors Light, yes, but not. The but anyway, Rockies I just thought yet. it was neat to That's see it fair. line up. Now the Mets. I was shocked that I didn't see more Mets on this logo history because they have one similar to the Reds uh, from way back when. They do. They have a – That's one of the options like we were looking at. Right. Um, but whenever I went and saw the, the logos for the Mets, to me the worst one is the one with the skyline in black on the alternate logos. And, and the, the primary logos, is the only change there just the hint, the tint of orange? I like the black. Yeah. Well, see, I mean, the, the black matches the uh, the outline of the baseball. They it, it highlights the it highlights the uh, laces in orange when it goes across that. It makes Mets stand out. It does. Um, I like the Mets in blue on that, outlined in orange. Mm-hmm. I do like that part right. of it. Right. I just um, think the blue backgrounds makes the Mets font look uh, like blurry. Yeah. Okay. That you makes know. sense. I like orange and blue combination. Though. Right. I mean, to me, that's the, the best also, part of... But I also think adding black to any logo is going to make it awesome. It's going to make it stand out more. Right. Yeah. It's like outlining something in mm-hmm. black. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, looking at the Braves, the worst logo for the Braves. It, I'm, this is the same as Cincinnati with me. You're not going to get me to... You can't talk me into disliking any of these. Okay. My only issue is with 1966 to 71. Uh-huh. Uh, the second one, how... Real, I guess they tried to make uh, yeah. the screaming chief. They tried to make it like it was a like it was like a portrait. A, yeah, yeah. Well, I absolutely. Mean, two things are interesting. One, I mean, I guess we blame acid for that one, but two though, it looks very CGI-ish to me, and um, I think that's interesting because that was probably drawn by hand because of that period time period you weren't really having a lot of computer generated images. They didn't. They didn't have computers in the sixties. They did, but I'm saying, but not that was doing images like that. And there really wasn't CGI back then. Well, see, I think that they, listen, most of these logos, um, they are, they're cartoony for a reason or they're uh, creative in a way that it's, um, you know that it's just a logo 
for a team. It, it's not any one person in particular that they're modeling. Right. And right here, it looks like they found somebody and drew his face right. on an oil painting. Right. Yep. And That's to exactly me, what it looks I mean, like. I'm I'm not I'm not going to a baseball team to look at something that looks like the Mona Lisa or something. I'm going to just watch the team, and I like the logo. I would not put that on a hat, a jersey. You can't I would not put wear that a shirt. On a hat, and that's that's why I dislike it. You can't put something that looks that real on anything on a hat. On, I don't think you and can do so, it on a shirt, and it and looks good why, either. And that's why most logos are cartoonish. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, because you can't make them. They're going to come out in that vector art, and they're going to be real crisp, clean on the hat whenever they're sewn in or whenever they're pressed. But on I love any. Any type of uh, Indian or Native American logo that has an actual Indian on it, I love it. Yeah. And in a way that is not disrespectful to yeah. Native Americans. For, right. my, listen, my biggest thing is there is no the, – when the, when the Braves, when the Indians, when the Redskins, when they created their logos, they didn't create their logos to be disrespectful. Every team that's created – tries to pick something that either number one represents where they're from mm-hmm. or number two is, is especially if it's a sports team something that's considered to be fierce or they're right. proud of right and intimidating that, intimidating right i mean that's why you have jaguars as a as a thing you have uh, uh patriots because uh of where they're at yeah. and it's important to the boston area the whole yeah. idea of patriotism i mean there's a whole lot of there's a reason why people do this, and it's the last thing on anybody's list whenever they create a logo or choose a mascot is to be degrading to somebody. Yeah, the Redskins to me is the only one where I I could consider there being an argument. Just I mean, because we've I've never experienced that as a racial slur, but some people say back in the day it was. So I'm like, okay. How many things back in the day were racial slurs that are now used in like uh like hey bro. I'm gonna use I'm gonna use this word that was unacceptable 50, 60 years ago, but now it's like commonplace to to call somebody no, no. those things. I'm not saying that's my that point. It's meant is to it? be defensive. I'm just saying that I think that if your team name involves the color of a skin, there could be some people that had an have an argument to be made that they had a problem with. It. So let okay. me that's let all me I'm saying. let me say this: it's okay. the people who are offended by redskins are white people. Yeah. No, I don't think that. I mean, I'm not going to argue with that either. The I guy, mean, a lot of the the families of the people that were a part of those logo designs, the, have, are not from happy. From what I understand, when the when the whole away. Redskins thing was happening, and they were talking about the Redskins actual logo, yeah, the family of the the chief or the the Native American who that is Modeled representing, after, yeah. right. It was a compliment, yeah. That oh, you want me on your helmet? Yeah. Yes, absolutely, right. You know, and the family's like, we don't, we don't understand why y'all are getting rid of this because this is representation of our heritage and our family. Yeah, we are, we were warriors. White people yeah. ruined. I everything. mean, <laughs> I mean, that's that's not untrue. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. <laughs> uh-huh. yep. Okay. Uh, Detroit. Detroit. I would say twenty-seven to twenty-eight. Worst. Worst. Maybe the worst logo we'll ever see. That person was on drugs. Yep. Either that or like... There's the 30, acid Jerry 30, was talking 34 about. 34 to 56 is bad. 34 to 56 yes. was probably the same person Yeah, who did the 27 to 28. On different kinds of drugs. Yep. Yep. The, there was a new one that came out. It was, <laughs> there was uh, a new one that came out? There was uh, opium in 2020, yeah. uh, 27, 28, and then uh, acid in 34 yeah, yeah, to 56. I love the old English. 
I love the old the uh, Tony the Tiger looking type Tiger sixty seven and seventy seven, uh, and the alternate logos. Those, the two thousand five yeah. to two thousand thirteen that Tiger sneaking through the. Yep, through yep. the cage. Yep. Yep, I think that's extremely clever. I'm not a huge fan of this one right here, but I'd take this one over two or three of them. Uh, this Tiger, 57 to 60, 61 to 63. That's the, a, eyes, the eyes weird me out. That's But that's a better one than the others. Yeah. But I would take something as busy as 20, 2000 to 2002 alternate logo here. Now, 1901 to 1902, that Tiger up there, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I mean, that dude. Give me some stripes, though. Give me stripes yeah. if it's a Tiger, because right now, I mean, this it, could be the Pumas. I think that's. You know, uh, or something else. Oh, who is the oh. who is the Puma online on uh, Jungle Book? Bagheera. That's yeah. who that is. That's Bagheera, for yeah. sure. The, I, um, the red Bagheera. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, think this is, a, this is a, a series of logos that I've gotten a lot more into. Um, I left that one that had it home, but like I'm probably going to continue to buy some just Detroit stuff. I'm a big fan of the script D here on <laughs> on all these. That's what she said. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the way they did it. Uh, the block ones here, the 1918 and 1920, that looks very similar to the C uh, yeah. script that uh, closed it up. on all the other ones. Uh, no, 1903, 1916. 1931 to 33, they just said, hey, let's just put the letter D on our hat and then don't get fancy with it. This yeah. one's more of a varsity font that you see with uh, uniforms. So I get that one. But the script here, the Old English, on every one of them, I think they're all different and they're all good. <laughs> yeah, I think 20, 22 to present is probably my favorite one of the, the scripty ones. 22 okay. to present. I, I like the outline in orange here in 29. Yeah. I, I think that looks excellent. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, 2006 to 13 is my favorite. 2006 to 13. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the far right at the bottom. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah With yeah. the tiger going through yep. the cage. Yep. Yep. Uh, see, left. to me, that's that's the only one where it it might be difficult. If I'm in a hat phase, it might be difficult to put that on a hat and it yeah. look clean. Clean. It, yeah. It'd be too busy, I think. I could be wrong. Maybe let's get the, one and find out. The, Joe, let's get one and find out. Uh, well, I'll tell you that uh, the tiger... Uh, on the, well, it's not quite the 61 to 63. It's more like the 64 to 93, though. But that's actually what's on the back uh, of the hat I've been wearing is my average Joe Exotics one. And and I will tell you the other thing. The too. one that has those crazy eyes? No, I think it's I think it's more. Oh, no, 64 kinda. to 60, 64 to 93? Is that what yeah, you said? Yeah, it's okay. probably closer to that. But um, okay. the other thing, which I don't, I don't know where you would find – uh, specific examples unless you just pull up the collection. Yep. But the player weekend alternates yep. has been something I've been into and I hate that we didn't have an alternate. Well, so the player weekend. weekend alternate hats, they have uh, they take pieces of the logos. Yeah. And I think that I think there's a lot of aspects to a lot of the logos that are really, really good. Uh but sometimes the logo collectively just makes it worse. And I'll I'll give an example here for the Angels. Uh, in 71 to 75, when they alternated and put the wings and then spelt the word angels, they only needed this lowercase a with right. the halo. Agreed. They didn't need the other stuff. Uh, I would say also the alternate a with the wing on it is all they needed, and they didn't need the base, the home plate with the baseball bats and the word angels. That to me would be cool in a shirt, though. It would be, and that's probably the reason why it's done is because it was probably put on a jersey or on a like a heavy heavily sold piece of merchandise well that's when the but, movie came out though and i'm pretty sure that's why they went no, heavy on the wings. no the movie came out uh with that's this. when disney owned the team california angels here right here 
uh, 95 to 96. That was what they had predominantly. But, uh, but I'm saying, but like post, though, the, the movie coming out, do you think that's why they went heavy with the angel wing? Uh, well, maybe. Maybe. But, Similar I mean, look, like the, the angel wing in 93 to 96, 61 to 62, 71 to 75, it's coming out. 61 to 70, it was part of the original. Okay, so the angel wing and the halo... If you're going to be called the Angels, you're probably going to see some wings or halos. Right. Right? I mean, that's that's going to be a staple. To me, I want a hat from the 1997-2001 A that kind of looks like, I at first thought it was a Colorado Avalanche, like a, a version of theirs, because I thought... That's my least favorite of the logos. Really? Yeah. What's, which one's your favorite? Uh, so you're saying that's the worst one. The... I, you know, I've actually never seen the 71-75. to 75. I would probably take that one over that one now that I've seen it. 71 to 75. I think this uh, yep. was it 70 to... So 70, 70 to 85, sweet. I have a hat like that, and it looks clean, but really? it's all black, and the California is white. You reshape that uh, thing, and it's, a, it's from Japan. Ah, oh, from a Japan. Ah, we, ah. Like have, we have Halo. Oh, we like the logo from a Japan. Yeah. We have Halo, and we shape like California. <laughs> So, I mean, uh, you know, one of the things is with all these logos and finding them, I didn't, uh, I didn't know most of these logos even existed. Right. Just because, you, I mean, I was born in 1984. Think about how many logo changes there are for most teams from 1984 to now. Right. And it's not a ton. I'd say the biggest change was the Expos because they changed cities, and then when they changed yeah. cities, they changed names altogether. Yeah, but I think I think with the Angels, my favorite one is ninety three to ninety four, ninety five to ninety six. I like the C A. Yeah, that's a. I mean, that's one. That's a nostalgia one right there. Yeah. I but mean, then, that's that's what they were when we. But were. then I also like today's logo. It's boring, but it's it's clean. But it goes it, on anything. It tells you what it is. Yep. You know. Yep, and it doesn't need the angel wings. It doesn't need the word right. angels on it. It's got the halo. Yep, I agree with that. Um, all right, here we got Miami. And the twins, uh, Miami's Miami's a tough one to to pick and, and really enjoy. I think 2003 to 2011, the alternate logo there is the worst logo yeah. of all of them. Yeah, that one's just that one's just ugly. I like the 2019 to present alternate logo. Yeah, I like I like all their logos today. Yep, I like all of them. I'm I'm a I'm I'm okay with the color scheme on 2012 to 2018. Uh, just because they're changing it up there, and they kind of uh, when they took the Miami off of it. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with the I'm okay with the Marlin around the baseball. Yeah. I'm okay with that. To me, it's a little busy, uh, especially with the word Miami spelled out. If they just had the uh, the Marlin with the baseball, no Miami. To me, it'd be way better. Um, just because it simplifies it a yeah. ton. I think today's logos and uniforms are by far their best. Yep. That they've ever had. Yep. I would agree with that. Uh, the twins. The twins, uh, shocked that I, I don't see near so many that I anticipated seeing. I anticipate seeing a lot more twins logos. I think all of their logos are way too busy. I think they should have stuck with just the TC, the Twin City. The Twin Cities is my favorite. Yeah. Uh, now, the baseball with the twins with nothing else is okay. 87 to 2009. Is yeah, I would go with that one too. But all of all the rest of them are just yep. too, is too much. Yep, too much. The uh, to me, I the, think it's an overused thing where they feel like they have to take the state shape right and incorporate it into the logo. 
Uh, we saw that with one of the older the ones you talk about with the Angels. It's in half of the Texas ones, which we'll see. It was obvious that the Twins were thinking patch on sleeve yeah. instead of hat. Yes, one, yes, 100%. But once they, once they did this here in 2010 or the TC, when they created those, those, those were thinking hat. Right. So, uh, but, I mean, this one holds up. To even to today, 1961 to present, yeah, they still use that logo regularly, and it's, and it's awesome. It's phenomenal the way they put that together. Uh, little side note, okay, on the Marlins, um, my aunt was working uh, for the owner, and we actually have uh, somewhere at the house we have like a little ball and plaque from when the team was actually announced as the expansion team uh-huh. with the first logo on it. That's cool. That's pretty sweet. Fun facts. I just love Miami for beating uh, the the Yankees in that World Series. That's true. That was a time that that was needed. Yeah. They were too dominant, yeah. and it was just all Yankees. It and was like bring, the and, Patriots. And you of, bring in a team that young. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and their what their oldest player was uh, Pudge, yeah. who'd been in for ten years. Yeah. And tr- just got traded or something ridiculous. This one to me is one where it was a it was a case of I think we need something new. That's yeah. all. Whoever was in charge of the Brewers, I think we just need something new. Uh, the 1970 to 77 logo is regarded as one of the best baseball logos of all time, with the with the keg, the and the baseball player, and that's it. Uh, if you, I mean, you put the circle around it with the Milwaukee Brewers, uh, just to I guess answer any questions somebody might have of who it is. Yeah, it's regarded as one of the best. And then the next one they came up is regarded as one of the top two or three of all time sports logos, not just, not just baseball. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously baseball, but it's the 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 design of it is ridiculous. Uh, to me, I hate the ones with the states, uh, but to, but to me the worst ones are uh, just the M with the barley or the hops or whatever underneath it. Like I'm, I'm done with that one. Explain to me the 2020 to present alternate one, the uh, bottom left. I, I like that they went back old school. That one, that one looks like it's. I mean, that one looks like a, co- a collegiate logo. Yeah, yeah. Which, the yeah the that one. Whenever they put the patch or whenever they put the state on it, yeah, that has to be their thought. What patch are we using? And then yeah. let's come up with a new patch. Uh, I like the 2020 to present. Uh, new color scheme of the yeah, I like ball the, player. The gold. I like the darker yellow. Yep. Uh, it's darker blue, a lot of it, too. What it's you like he's pl- wearing blue sleeves. What do you think they're playing off of uh, University of Michigan there? Blue sweet. The University of Michigan? Yeah. In Wisconsin. I don't think they Yeah, are. I don't know if, if in Wisconsin they're. You know what? I'm thinking you're yeah. right. Yeah. Well, screwed that Michigan, one up. That, that's, uh, I do like the baseball with the hops as the laces. I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to that one. But again, that one looks more like what's a patch we can have, yeah, or a sticker on the yeah, back of the helmet put, yeah, or something you can't put like that. that on a hat. Uh, do, do you think the departure to? I think two- you could put that on a hat if it was just the yellow, if that was the only st- stitching. Yeah, I think they have that though. If they do, then I could see that. Yeah, I mean, how much different is it than than most logos that are just plain? It's pretty plain, but. I mean, it, it's pretty clear what type of the, plant that is. The 98 to 99 MB with the bats, I like that, but yep. I like that for uh, minor league teams. Yeah, I that would agree with that. That doesn't look like a major league 
yep. thing. Yep, they kind of regressed a little bit in them. I mean, they definitely regressed until 2020. Maybe they and th- they brought maybe, the glove back. Maybe the thinking was, man, we're playing like a bunch of single A ball players yeah, right now. Maybe mm-hmm. so. Let's <laughs> let's look like it. Fair. Do you think the nineties oh. when they went to the green? Do you think that was to line up with the Bucks when they like went we, to the green? Oh, and yeah. The, do you think they're trying ninety four to, like, to ninety nine? Trying to synergy no. with the Bucks at nope. all? Nope. Nope. Man, always, it, it's the same as the color scheme with the Astros conversation. We need something new. The the royal and yellow right. is apparently not selling anymore. So let's come up with something else that people will like and buy. Plus, I think the bucks then were like purple and something. That's probably that's true. That's actually a good point. That I is probably right true. Uh, okay, here we got the Nationals. We got the Yankees. And we got the Dodgers. Here, Nationals don't have a ton of logos because they just came around 15 the years. The Walgreens? Ago. Is that what you said? Yeah, the Walgreens. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, to me here, the alternate logos are better than the primary. Uh, the alternate to me looks too much like, uh, golly, is it the uh, the MLS team? I don't know. We're talking baseball here, buddy. No, I know, but I'm saying the Washington Nationals to me reminds me of like uh, their soccer team's logo. The Washington Nationals uh, reminds me of a place I go to get cough syrup. Yep. Yep, that's fair. That's all. Yep. I don't like I any mean, of them. Uh, so I mean, I don't. I'm not a big fan of any of them. If I had to pick one, I would pick one of the one of the alternates with the DC. Yeah, same. That's just those are just better. They're interlocked way better. The W somebody got fancy and looped the middle part of the W. Yep. So uh, the Yankees. Those, these are more the iconic. Yeah. Than anything else. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yep. And so same thing with the Dodgers. Uh, the Dodgers have not changed their logo. The only reason these alternate logos exist is because the ball with the wind behind it does not look good on a hat. Under it, not behind it. That's a pop fly. That's fair. That's a fair point. That's not a home run. That's a pop yeah. fly. Yeah, F7. <laughs> Stupid Mario. <laughs> so uh, I don't think any of the Yankees ones are bad. I'd say the 1973 to present alternate is the worst of, yep. of those. Agreed. Um, I would, I mean... Of all of these for L.A., I would say the one uh, that's outlined here, light, is the worst yeah. of them. Uh, I didn't put the the logos that aren't dark here. It's just a white background instead of a blue background, but you get the gist. But it's all the same. The only difference is how bright the blue is around the word Dodgers. Like, that's really the only – or the red on the ball. So, uh, to me, it's the L.A.'s are worse because the Dodgers logo is a good logo from a standpoint of they didn't ever need to change it once they started it. And it was widely regarded as one of the best as well. And it, that has not changed a lot. It or did all. not change from when they were in Brooklyn either. Well, the yeah, Dodgers I mean, script, it went from L.A. To, to from a B to an L.A. That's what I'm saying, but the Dodgers script maintained the same the whole time. For the most part, yeah. yeah. Uh, they may have added the ball later. But yeah, the script is pretty much. They may have added that pop fly yep. later. You know, yeah, whatever. they were. They weren't. They weren't very successful apparently with uh, with trajectories. <laughs> yeah. uh, Phillies. <laughs> Phillies is. I've always loved the Phillies. I listen. There are a lot here on the Phillies that I'm just not a fan mm-hmm. of. Uh, ni- the whole row with 1915 yeah, all the way to 45. The coins. Yeah. Like what are we doing here? Uh, 1946 <laughs> through 49. I see. To me, I like that as a poster. Yeah, that is a yeah. that's a killer poster. Uh, but nineteen fifty to sixty nine. What's that going around the hat? Right. Is uh, that supposed to be maybe the bases? 
70s. In a weird way? I mean, that's yeah. not the shape of a baseball field, I know, but I'm just Maybe. trying to come up with something. 76 to 80. Yeah, they're Maybe. trying to get too patriotic or something doing? there. Ben Franklin. But 1981 up until present day, yep. I'm a huge fan of. Yeah, uh, I like this script here with the Phillies yep. compared to the others. I, I even like that one on the left. Uh, the, the birds. This weird one here for me. with the Liberty, or not Liberty, but Independence Hall on it. Yeah. Uh, the bird to me is a little weird. weird. Meh. I mean, every, they have two of those. Everything else is uh, colonial people. You know. <laughs> this is gonna ideas. be a stupid question, but when when did the Eagles start playing? Okay. Twenties uh, or thirties. Okay. okay. Well, because the nineteen ten P to me. Looks very similar to like one of those when the Eagles did the script as well back in the day, right? It looks a lot like the Pirates too. You know the yeah. all the all the comparisons to the seas. Yeah. Okay. You know. Well, let's look same, here. same thing with the P's yeah. Pirates. Well, I mean, well, if we just quickly back and forth, the Pirates never or the Phillies never had that P that has that little that little uh, spike on it. They had the block or the old English, right? And then this whatever you want to call this one here. Lower, I love that. that. That one's one of my favorite. Mine too. Of the, of all the Philly stuff, that's I one of my wear favorite. That on a hat. That's very much the was it Mike Schmidt uh, yeah. era. So, but here with the Pirates here, they have a lot of these that look like the C and the D from the other uh, old right. uh, hats. Uh, but here you have that old English script, 1922. You got the box script here. This is the best one of all the peas in my opinion yeah. and it stayed around for a minute well, no, i like what? the i like the I, I like the newer ones now but like back when i was we were playing you know as a kid playing baseball and following baseball yeah the purple to me was the, the iconic because i mean that was what it was back then yeah what did what what did 1908 to 09 what did, what are we doing there uh baseball club pirates baseball club oh, okay yeah uh, i don't understand why you would have the b as well but see, yeah. that was kind of a common uh stacking of, of letters for a logo back then too okay. when they did do that type of stuff um to no. me the pirates all these pirates on here the best ones are the uh 97 the, yeah i mean yeah. the ones that are what's that called on the flag the uh on a pirate ship skull and crossbones yeah well it's called something specific but they most of these are are too they try to get too real looking yeah uh, like the Jolly Roger, I think isn't that what that's called? Yeah. On the pirate ship, the skull and crossbones flag isn't that called the or something like that? It's called 30, something like 34 that. Thirty-four to fifty-seven makes me laugh because the pirates is in uh, quotations. The yeah. pirates. Yeah, this is the pirates. We are the pirates. Yeah, absolutely. Fifty-eight <laughs> to sixty-six is too cartoony. Yeah, that well, they definitely went. Uh, they definitely went Disney on that one. And then sixty-seven to I, I get sixty-seven to eighty-six. It's like a wanted poster. Yeah, I kind of get that, but what are you putting that on? It, I mean, it, it's not good. All right, Tampa Bay or the Devil Rays versus the Rays here. These have been some of my favorites. And the Giants. So uh, I like the. This has become my favorite yes. alternate. The, just the, <laughs> the Tropicana. Yes. Star. Yes. Uh, I'm. I mean, I can. I can understand the the Devil Ray fish here. Right. I can understand that as Can't an alternate and part though. of it. I like whenever they took it away and just made the rays. Yes. I like the bases around the, the diamond that was, around it. That was an I that was another politically mm-hmm. correct name change. Yeah. 
That's, I, that's stupid. true. Yep. I, God, I hate people, man. Yeah. Well, I think I think some of these the expansion teams for me are the most interesting ones for us to kind of dissect because we've actually seen and lived through the evolution of the logos. Yeah, I mean, it's like if if we saw the Yankees at the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, I agree with that. Now, Tampa Bay also, it's not on here, but Tampa Bay doesn't have a, a throwback, but they call them the Fauxback. Okay. And the, the fonts are, I'm going to look it up for you right They're now. They're killer. Oh, dude, so good. If we're talking Giants on the other side, I think the 2015 to present Giants logo on the alternate is the worst of all of these. That one to me yes. is, is just, there was no reason to I'm incorporate not f- that. I'm not a fan of... The realistic ball in fifty eight to seventy six, which has been a trend, and I don't like the peach either. Well, I'm not a I'm not a fan of fifty eight to eighty two Giants. Uh, the script is okay, but I mean, two thousand fifteen to present is the by far the worst. Yeah, that's that a, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just I mean they had a good thing going with most of what their concepts were. This they one not? they completely abandoned it. And are they not using the SF anymore? Because for me, that... For a hat, yeah. They are for, yeah, the for, hat, for yeah. that, That's the best one. Yeah. Yeah. Of theirs. Okay. Well, I mean, not okay. the... I don't uh, like all the stuff around it, but I'm saying like they, the S and the F script-wise is the best. Yeah. For, for the 1973 to 82, they do have a hat with that G on it. Yeah. And I think it's pretty sweet because okay. it's outlined and the hat is black and it's orange yeah. and yeah. white, I think. I, like I said, I'm, the script I'm not terribly uh, opposed to. Right. It's just the... I don't know, the way they put the baseball behind it, just not appealing to me. Going back to, to Tampa Bay, the, the Fobacks. Yeah. No, nah, I like those. Nice. And the and the Oh, that's dude, the jerseys the, sick, dude. Yeah, yeah. the jerseys are, are awesome too. I like that. Yeah, I do yep. too. That's I mean, that's clever for them to have really, a throwback. No, that looks perfect, yeah, man. Right. Like, not a real very seventies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It it fits that it fits that Phillies P. That was uh, back it, then. It uh, fits the Phillies P and it fits the Padres back in the. Yep. I want to say seventies. Yep. Uh, we're actually, I think we're we're getting it. But yeah. it also kind of lines up from a seventies perspective with the other team of the city, with like the way the Buccaneers were kind right. of engineered then. Right. Yeah. Uh, this one here, Boston. They didn't change a ton. It's like they kept the same socks and then just changed it around a whole lot. I would strike that nineteen fifty to fifty. Yeah, to that, 59. That, that's horrible. That, strike that looks like out. something that's politically incorrect, right here. That looks right like a wiener. Here. That it, or one boob with a nipple. It's <laughs> it horrible. Looks like a uni boob. It's really, really weird. The, this is like this is an iconic bee. It's been around for a, for a minute. One of my favorite hats, man. I was I was so cool to buy one. Of those. The, so, so we're taking the Brooklyn Dodgers bee and just coloring it red. Basically, is that's what they did. At yeah. least that's what it seems like. The socks here. I like how just plain they are. I like the plain socks, 2009 to present. But again, uh, with that red though, that's kind of like has the uh, like the highlighted red. Like anytime teams are using that highlighted version of the red and blue, I uh, think is the best. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you t- okay? Yep. You see what I'm saying? Nope, no, I don't. Okay. What are you talking about? The highlighted version of the red. Well, it might be. I don't know my angle, but on some of the reds, you, can, you should be able to look at it on your computer screen. Well, no, I am, but it still kind of looks a little bit the same to me. Oh, so it's not any different on the well, screen you know, okay. up there versus the screen on your. So you know computer. when you're doing a picture, like you're editing a picture on your phone, maybe. Okay. And you can do you have some of those preset filters or whatnot that kind of okay. have a little bit of the fade. Okay. To where it brings the white out a little bit. Oh, okay. So it almost looks like not a neon, but like a highlighted. So version. I would say that the white that's added into it does that naturally. No, that's fine. I'm, yeah, I don't know how they did. it. I'm just yeah. saying, but anytime. 
these teams are using that version of a red and blue. Okay. I'm always going to lean more towards. Well, let's look at the Cubs. Cubs got a couple here that are a little. They got a lot that I don't like. A little rough. Uh, 1908 to 1910, 11 through 14, that. That bear just ate a picnic. That's Yogi taking a dump, man. Well, 41 yeah. to 45 looks like the Wisconsin Badgers mascot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 1918, uh, that looks like a, a – I mean, you take that B, change it to a P. We're talking about brown shorts delivering packages to your house. Yeah. I yeah. mean, in, I in the truck. Yeah, I don't like putting the rest of words inside Yeah. the, the to, first letter. To me, like, I'm okay with that on the bottom ones. Uh just because the C is highlighted by the blue circle. You see what I'm saying? Here, it's the outline. It looks like UBS. No, it does. The Chicago UBS. And I think this is another one of the cool... That's what it looks like, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm a bigger fan of this one, 1916, right here. I love 1916. That is... That uh, might be the only one on there that I like. Well, there's one that I'm okay with. 1916. Why am I not seeing that one? Hat change. Oh, okay. You're not seeing the 1916, the one. Oh, I'm my my uh, mouse is covering it up. It's the one that looks like the uh, Cincinnati Reds C, with the bear in the middle. Yeah, I like it, but that's also again like a, a city crossover because that C is pretty much spot on to what Chicago's was. Right. The I mean the bear stuff. We're talking I about think Chicago. it's cool that the Chicago Bears football and now your baseball team is the Cubs. Yeah. I like it when cities. Uh, have names, mascot names that correlate with each other. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I like that a lot. Rangers, see, Cowboys. I'm okay with, with the Cubs. I don't like that. I'm yeah. okay with the Cubs right here with the C and then the bear in the middle of it right here facing you. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yep. What, okay, uh, what's worse, that one tiger or this badger? Uh, the tiger was worse. Probably. <laughs> the badger, that doesn't even look like a bear, but the tiger was worse. And it's around the same time frame, so it may have uh, been the same, the same artist, and it may have been the same acid. That he well, it could taking. have been the same firm there in the Midwest. I mean, Detroit, yeah. Chicago. It that's... could have been two guys who got acid for one another. Yeah, yeah. You ever I've... done acid? No, me neither. I was yeah. <laughs> Asking for a friend. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> here, Padres. Me. Yeah, Padres. I like the Friar. Uh, I like the Friar as their as one of the staples in their stuff. 1969 to 1984, also highly regarded as one of the best baseball logos that have been made. Um, I think it's on the top 50 list of uh, Bleacher Report. I love Bleacher Report, man. Yeah, Dave Portnoy. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I don't get the whole. Uh, Never mind, that's not Dave Portnoy. I don't get the whole like putting a lot of text around the word Padres. Pa- yeah. San Diego Padres Baseball Club, 1985. Yeah. Like. Okay, yeah. If someone does not know what that is, well, then that, that clearly was, identifies who they I think that was just the 80s. It could have been, but even still, in 86, they were like, let's get rid of the uh, the crappy text around it. But this is an interesting one. 86 looks way better than 85. And I, I know I'm not as big of a, a baseball aficionado as the two of you, but like That's fair. before recently. But this is just logos. This well, isn't because of. No, no, I know. But I'm saying, but before now, I don't really remember ever seeing the Padre logo. When I saw that on some of the, the hats we've been looking at, I was like, wow, I've never seen that before. I don't like the base, the home plate Padres. No, nah, I don't either. I'm not a fan of that one. I I'm not like, a, I don't like having the city. Yep, I'm a, not a big fan of well, look, 2012, San Diego doesn't have an iconic city or a cityscape. Right. Or skyline, so it's pointless. Well, I, don't, I think. Was that a skyline or is that more of like the uh, the yeah, stadium? The stadium. Oh, that yeah. might be it. 
But even still, it's like the stadium with a little bit of the skyline. And when you think of like iconic stadiums you want to go visit, is the Padres one of those? Uh, Absolutely. The, it's one of the most beautiful. It, oh, it is? Okay, Absolutely. I didn't know. It's I mean, yes. phenomenal to go to. Uh, uh, and also because 20 steps down the road, you're on the beach. Right. And it's 70 degrees. It is beautiful. Every time you're down there. Okay, little, so similar to the Giants being on the wharf? Probably. Yeah. Similar. Have you seen PNC Park where the Pirates play? You sit down. You sit down. Uh, um third base line yeah and you're looking at downtown pittsburgh the sky it's yeah oh wow okay yeah uh and right now you can get uh whenever they open up uh from covid you can get tickets for like eight bucks yeah i'm there on like behind home plate i went i drove through um st louis one time just speaking of ballparks and that looks like it'd be a a really cool i want to go see that one not yeah. only because it's on my list that I haven't seen, but because of how they dug it out of the ground. Yeah. Yep. And the third level is at street level. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's that's just that genius. Well, I wish when they were doing the bids for the new ballpark in Dallas lost, I thought it would have been incredible if they had found a place in downtown Dallas amongst the skyline to build a baseball park. I, I think just think it, that'd be, that'd be I so I think it cool. would have been incredible for the Texas Rangers not to put Minute Maid Park in Arlington. Yeah. I think that they needed <laughs> – the, I think they needed a roof. I, absolutely, they, they should have hired a different contractor. Right. That's well, still, this guy, too. this guy doubled up on his on his ability. Yeah. Well, I just think it was a waste of taxpayer money, though, to build another venue with another one. When was, when was the it. ballpark in Arlington didn't have a roof? built? Nineties, uh, right? In the um, early nineties. Yeah, I think probably. Well, it was built between third and fourth grade because they were coding. Okay. When Arlington Memorial Stadium so was torn down, around 92, 93, they were donating all. So they of, didn't even make it to thirty years before they thought they needed a. The, you know the reason yeah. they should have put a roof on it when they first did it, but the tech wasn't there. Right. Yeah. And so now the money's there because everything's gone up. But the exterior walls they donated to all the local um, baseball leagues. So like oh, our cool. backstops were the the padded. Uh, boards from the outfield of Arlington Memorial Stadium. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, Cardinals. Uh, to me, the Cardinals had uh, had a bunch that they were trying to figure out here. The, the Cardinals, it, it was either hot or it was cold. There was yeah. no warm at they, all. You either missed yeah. or you hit. I don't uh, of like, all the I don't script, like the tea. Of all the script, the 1900-1919 is the, my favorite of all the scripts. I like that one. I like 1926 alternate. You see, to me, I'm a little uh, because I don't like you don't like that. I don't tea. like that T where nope. in the placement, right? Uh, but you have to have it in there. Yeah, you, you well, have to have the. Well, you look at 1917. It doesn't. It doesn't really look any better. It's that looks like confusing. a Louisville Slugger logo. That's true. That is true. Uh, Were they ever the, the whenever Louisville they Cardinals? Did the birds? No. Is that a minor league team, maybe. The no Louisville has the bats. Yep. Uh, Memphis has the Redbirds. Okay. But see, whenever they did the birds, uh, man, I, I 1949 to 1959, maybe? 49 to 50, no, I don't. See, I like, I actually like 1998, 1965. I like the real looking birds. On this one? On, on this one. Okay. Where the Orioles, we didn't like it. That's yeah. St. Louis, St. Yep. Louis actually got it right. Okay. So stay away from the cartoon. It might be because I don't have okay. it blown up big enough. But what's going on with the nineteen sixty nineteen forty nine? Is he what is that on his backside? That's 1960, white. Nineteen sixty nineteen forty nine. Is he like moving? He's a pitcher. Uh, he has a ball oh. behind his back. Oh, okay, back. okay. That that's yeah. making more sense now. He's got a glove in his other hand. He's looking in for the sign. 
Yeah. He's in the stretch. I mean, to me that's to me that's what makes that one good. Yeah. It's because it's a baseball stance. Um but the the bird on the bat I could take or leave the bird on the bat like rest like we talked about earlier resting on the uh on the high wire. I could I could take it or leave it. it it's to me they were trying to incorporate baseball somehow and they said, "Hey, they might fly and land on a bat." Yeah. You know. Uh but I'm not going to say that that there's a a ton here that are terrible. Right. They're all right. If they're not great, they're all right. I mean like I think we said I said 48 to 64 yeah. doesn't necessarily work as well or the 29 to 48 with the right. two birds. Yeah. See, I'm yeah. okay with that because of what it because of what it's doing. I'm okay with it because he's pitching. I don't like the baseball behind it in 60, but if it's just the bird here with the ball behind his back trying to rotate the ball to get the right grip for for a pitch, which is what he's doing, I'm okay with that. Anyways, and it's also following that cartoon mold that we talked about earlier. Yeah. And I mean, this one is a better, realistic, more realistic bird uh, well, I mean, for you, their you logos. Like the Whenever, two birds. I mean, you made a good point. They got it right doing the realism of the cardinal. Right. right. But do you prefer the two birds on the bat or the one bird on the bat? Uh, I don't prefer birds on the bat here. I think it's too much. I've had I've had a St. Louis hat with the bird on the bat on it, and it, it to me it worked. But I just want the one bird. Yeah, I, 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 I was like getting to the two birds. 99 to present. Yeah, I yeah. like that one. That one is better to me than the two birds. I would agree with that if I'm picking between the two. Isn't uh, it strange that they both they have the bird pointing both directions? I wonder in what scenario they use one versus the other. Maybe left-handed get the ones facing <laughs> right. Right-handed. Fair. I don't know. Uh, Blue Jays. Blue Jays got a lot right in their logos. Blue Jays got one hundred percent of their logos right. I would say. <laughs> I love how you put them up against Texas, like next to each other. Bat flip. Hey, who was it on the podcast that said, "Don't, don't you, don't let me catch you wearing a, a Blue Jays That'd be the hat"? John, the, the John. Jacobus. I think it was John. Yeah. Hey, John Jacobus. <laughs> oh, uh, you mean to actually put the camera on right now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was uh, just adjusting my hat for a. Uh, yeah. There John Jacobus. There you go. He can pull up if he wants. That's fair. <laughs> uh, so I would say the only one of these that pales is the 2004 to 2011. Mm-mm, I love that one. See, I like the others. The only the, if I, I, had, I like this one better than these two T's in 2000, 2012. Uh, those are the two I'd put at the bottom of my list, but I still love them. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, but I, that's my point is that. They they haven't gone wrong. That's why yeah. I just said the 2004, 2011 is on the bottom of my list. But right. there's not much disparity between my favorite of the Blue Jays and my least favorite. Even the, the 77 through 95 up at the top left yep. and the one directly under it are super busy, but it's still so good because yep. there's con- different contrasting blues. The colors work perfect with each other. Yep. And it's not all just jammed in. Agreed. So the one I'm looking for, I don't know if you've seen it. It's it's, it's the 77 to 96, but the top blue Somebody's is split. Somebody's ringing or something. We're going to have to either turn them off or get it's, them away um, from the mics. So it, it's similar to the 77, 96, except for that top blue is actually split into two different kinds. Yep. I like I like that. You showed me that the uh, yeah. blue the, has. I'm uh, looking for that in a size 85. 
the New top of the listening. the top of the bird has a royal and and powder blue hair. Yeah. And uh, and that looks pretty. That looks yeah. pretty good. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't have a I don't have a least favorite on the Toronto's logos. The two thousand two thousand one to two. Like that I would was say weird the, to me. I would say the one two thousand one to two thousand two is the worst of those. Yeah. Uh, the white uh, lining in two thousand is way better. Yes. Than that black line. But uh, I mean that just it makes the T look better. The other one looks like a looks like you're playing hangman. Yeah. I mean yeah, it's pretty weird. It's 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 too it doesn't need to be there if that's all that it is. It needs to be more of an outline of the T as opposed to an inline. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That that blue jay looks like he's doing a uh, what, were, what were those pictures in the uh in the mall that you would go take with your your ghetto friends. Like glamour shots? Yeah, that's what uh-huh. it looks like. He's he's taking a glamour. Well, he also kind of looks like he's about to throw some infield or hit some infield to the you know, yeah, to his, why to is his he team coming around there. I don't know. I don't know. Sexy. He's 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 pole dancing a little bit. Yeah. 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 Uh, Texas Rangers. Ooh, uh, to me, is... the worst one's seventy-seven to eighty-two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ninety-four to two thousand two is a close second for me. It's yeah. Too busy. Which one? Which one? Ninety-four to two thousand two. The I diamond. Like that. I like that one. I'm I'm more of a fan of that one than I am the. Uh, oh, never mind. I was looking at the. I was looking at the alternate. That's what I was talking about. The ninety-four to 02 alternate. I'm no, not, I like that. You think that one's too busy? That's a that's a sheriff's. That's badge. my I, yeah. It's a sheriff's badge, and they're they're Rangers. Yeah. They're badge. Rangers. Perfect. Uh, uh, two thousand to present alternate logo is by far the best because it doesn't say Rangers at all on it. It's just a Texas flag, and we love that. Yeah, I, I, I have oh, a hat. That's fair. Like that, but I think ninety or eighty-four to ninety-three is probably my favorite. Ninety-four. What? Or 84, sorry. That's 84, 84 to... Yeah, we're going backwards yeah. in the, I like in the logos. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that one's a classic. Uh, the TR with the baseball on it, that's... That looks like a high school logo. It really yep. does. Uh, but it's, I mean, because of how early it was when it was created. In fact, I think that might be Roosevelt and San Antonio's logo. <laughs> something like that. Well, I mean, in, like if, that. in that case, then the... The Philadelphia Eagles logo is a high school logo too, because Rowlett's Eagles exactly the same. I yeah. think uh, I think the eighty one's fun for like a throwback T shirt. Yeah, that's well, that makes sense. But guys, that's a hey, that's all thirty teams. That's all thirty teams logos, and which ones aren't good at all? Yeah. And uh, just to just to throw this at you, whenever we were doing that thirty two logo tournament bracket, that was a tough bracket to create yeah how do, which logos do we pick and i had to put a criteria that made it really easy for me the present day logo yeah and i mean without that criteria i would have that would have taken three four weeks to try to weed out which logos need to be compared to one another so so now that we're done with that out of all mm. of them which is the worst out of all of them out of all 30 teams ooh. Which the which combination logo. No, of logos? Which logo that we just oh. talked about? That toddler's drawing of an animal. That what? The tiger. I remember. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I think the tiger face or the bear, the badger, the yeah. badger yeah. from yeah. the Cubs. Yeah, those ha- those those are the worst. Yeah, uh, they're they're terrible. They if you tried to turn them into a stitching, it would the stitcher would give up. You because you could not recreate that effectively. It would look, it would probably look better when you tried to recreate it. Yeah. So I mean, the logo itself is is is. So horrible. I think I think uh, as far as the next one of these we do. Yeah. 
I think doing something similar to this, but doing football helmets. Helmets? Yeah, football helmets. Helmets. Yeah, because really... There's only like three different type of football helmets. Are we putting different colors on them? No, I'm saying the football helmets over the years for the different NFL teams. That's really where NFL logos become the most iconic. So, okay, but I mean... when it Helmet was, stickers. When it was Leatherheads, it... You ever seen that movie, Leatherheads? Yeah. It's good. Not bad. Good movie. Not a bad movie. But, yeah. but there was no logo on the leather helmet. So we're talking about helmets. Are you talking about logos? I'm talking about logos on helmets. Okay. Foul. Well, I'd say probably that's a home run, but eh. yeah, you might have chalked it. Yeah. Uh, if it is, uh you it's it's going logos to on helmets in football is the to me the exact same as logos on hats to baseball. Those are parallels. Yeah. When you how's, think the, of logos how's the Washington football team doing for you? That's just a number. Right yeah. Now, what I'm saying, though, is, is that how's when you Alabama think of logos in you? baseball, <laughs> you're, icon- you're thinking of baseball. How are the Browns? Yeah, so how are the Cleveland Browns How are the doing? Cleveland Browns treating you? <laughs> so it's not the logo on the helmet. What I'm saying. For the I hear what you're time, saying. You just want to do logos. It's fun to look at. And compare, like we just did these baseball logos. Yeah, no, I get you. In great detail, the evolution of the different NFL teams' helmets. Not the physical helmet itself, but the logo you of the You see how helmet. it's hard to understand that you don't I mean don't the physical like helmet whenever you say helmet. But if we're talking about logos, I'm pretty sure a smart, intelligent person like yourself would understand trying, what so I'm that's saying. So a, that's a passive-aggressive comment there that you're giving me here. You're trying to, like, backhand compliment me. That I'm not intelligent because I'm no, questioning I'm, your I logic. I think that you're extremely intelligent. I'm complimenting you. Are you? Yeah, because that sounds very passive aggressive. Are you? Are you okay, Joe? I'm perfect. Have you fine. missed any kind of sessions that you need to be taking? Are you happy? Are you happy, Joe? I'm you happy, Joe. The happiest I've ever been. Are you sure? Are you happy? I'm 100 positive. You happy? It's good stuff. Joey's happy. Okay. I mean, I was checking because I mean, not listen, all football I mean, helmets have logos, so that's why I wasn't the clear. The joy in my cup is overflowing. That's why I got to stop and take. The joy in my cup is overflowing. Pouring out all over the place. Joe, are we missing anything, or was that pretty much the uh, the last thing that we had to do today? <laughs> in the 100th episode of Things You Think You Don't Care About, who understands Joe Cook? I don't know. That's something I didn't know I cared about until he started talking I mean, about NFL helmets. Versus logos on yeah, the helmets, yeah. and then the evolution of helmets, and then some of the helmets yeah. don't have logos. I know. Okay. Hmm. I mean, this just wasn't clear, and that's okay. No, it's completely fine. That's fair. I mean, it's great. Yep. So. All right. Yeah. What else is on the list? I don't know, man. I mean, I think we've covered so much. Man, Adam, We're two I hours. I cannot. Thank you enough for jumping at the opportunity to be on him number 100. Definitely. Oh, yeah, dude. Anytime. And also, man, there's part of me that thinks that number 100 wouldn't be around unless you started your podcast. Elaborate. Like, uh, we have – it was very easy to continue podcasting when there was someone doing the same thing that we each supported. Right. You know? Agreed. We listened to you, got ideas – I don't know. Maybe you listened to us, got some ideas. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I know the games you listened to one, and you were like, "They just played a game for an hour and a half." Yeah. And I mean, we had some fun with it. 
but uh, it's just it's way easier when there's people in the, in the same boat as you, right? You know, yeah, yeah, friends yeah, uh, doing the same thing, trying to accomplish similar goals, and then supporting supporting those you know. So, exactly. Uh, I don't know if we'd been here without uh, without the support that you've given us. And uh, and I hope that that continues, and you know it's going to continue in yeah, reciprocation. Man. By the time I get to hundred, y'all are going to be at, at two hundred. So I don't know if we're I don't know if we're going to continue to double your pace, but uh, yeah, we to. may be at one fifty by the time <laughs> you're at one hundred. But yeah, uh, no, I yeah. mean that you you started what uh, was it a year after us or we started in you started about just a few months April of last year of two thousand nineteen. Yeah. And we started in November. So you started about six months. But yeah. see, our first four or five months, we just we rattled them off. Right. Well, I mean, we, 20 minutes each, and, and we just kept going. We hit. We were doing the fit in some of the memories and going back and doing some of the stuff like the Road 100. Right. We were doing episode 50 in late August last year. Yeah. So the fact that we turned out another 50 within 12 months, I'm super proud of us given all the setbacks this year. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed so. 100%. So, I'm just glad we made it to 50. Yeah. Well, and what we've we've read stats that if you make it to seven, yeah, or or ten or something, then you've become successful or you have a successful system of podcasting. And the one thing that y'all got going for you, y'all have done it with you two. Yeah. From day one. Yeah. Absolutely. I've had, I've had six different co-hosts. Yeah. You've kind of been pretty consistent on the last few. Yeah. Yeah, uh, with uh, jazz and, and jazz. jazz and Wes have yeah. have come through and, and been, done most been of real them. consistent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you'll still throw some other guests in there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, if, uh, some fillers if they can't make it. I think next week I'm going to do two episodes. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you know, I love music. Yep, music's one of my favorite things to talk about. Yep, and you can only talk about so much hip hop with jazz and Wes. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I don't feel like I can get into my other uh, music tastes with Jazz and Wes, yep. just because that conversation will be me talking and them going, never, okay. never okay. heard of them. Yeah. yeah, never heard Tell of them. Tell me about that. Yeah. Yeah, to, uh, yeah. So I got some guys lined up that are yep. going to that are gonna come on, and then, of course, we'll have the other guys. Yeah. Sure. You know, it can be easy to, to roll a couple of those in together because oh, yeah. uh, you got alter- rock, like classic and alternative rock can kind of be rolled into one. Well, people's passion about the music they like is real different from right. one another absolutely yep. the genres the re- they like the reason you like music the reason why i like classic rock yep i i'm that's what i'm interested in why do you why do you like country yep. what got you liking country music yep. you know type of thing and that's what i'm interested in with <laughs> the people that are that are going to come in next week what i think is you know, on the music front, like one of the things when we started talking about music, because we tried to play with that a couple of times, but our taste is a little bit different. Right. We, we have some overlaps, but we we were John Mayer got mentioned and we were like, oh, my God, yeah, we could that's do a whole John. Big, Mayer. That's one of the big overlaps with all three of us. Right. But the funny thing to me was, is that the songs of John Mayer's that meant the most to me, mm-hmm. he hadn't even heard of or, okay. he, or he wasn't as familiar with. And right. then some of the ones to him and, and they were meaning this, I think. His Dude, music meant the same thing to us for the same reasons. It's funny but the songs that you liked. I was like, eh. I, yeah, I'm not it's funny. With whenever those. I mentioned Paradise Valley and uh, the other one um, that came out just before that, I can't think of it. it has uh, whiskey, whiskey, whiskey. Yeah. Or, um, when those came out, and I said those are probably those 
in my opinion, are his best couple albums that he's made in totality. Right. And you were like, really? No. Man? <laughs> yeah. Man? And I'm, and I'm sitting back thinking the Clarity album, uh, Continuum, and the others, uh, those started to pale Square because room. they were uh, just because they were simple. And he became a better musician as he got older. That's what I was Trio. about to say. You can see his progression from yes. day one to now. They but were I, I they feel... were comparing him to like an Eric Clapton early on, just because of the way he can strum on the guitar and he can turn a four minute song into a twelve minute. If you song. have never mm-hmm. seen him live, I have not, and he's the, that, like the only one I really want to see. Have to. No, I'm really mad that we didn't. I didn't go to the concert about two years ago when he was doing the three different sets because. The John, uh, the trio stuff is some of my favorite stuff of his, the more bluesy stuff. But like, I will stand by it that Where the Light Is is one of the best live albums of all time. Yeah, I agree. See, I, and see, I haven't heard that one yet. Uh, so, I mean, I got to go on iTunes and get it. But if, if you've ever got some time on your hands or a road trip or whatever, and you want some new, and I'll put this in air quotes, if you want new John Mayer, yeah. check out Dead and Company. That's what I was going to say. I know you're into the, you're into that. If so. you're into Grateful Dead and you're into John Mayer, then you're going to be into John Mayer just singing Grateful Dead songs with Grateful Dead playing the instruments. Really? I've never, I don't, I don't know what Grateful Absolutely. Dead songs I know. I mean, I know the name, but I don't know if I've ever You don't really even have to know Grateful Dead to enjoy it. Yeah. It's blues. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's well, all, John Mayer is all he plays, in, really. Right. And uh, now you're throwing it with a with a little throwback. I went to the concert last uh, October, and right before he he does a he does a set, he'll take a break. He does a set, he'll take a break, and then he'll come do like a three song encore. Well, right before he took his first break, he did a couple of Dead and Company songs. And I, I'm just, you know, I'm I'm into it, of course. But then he started that, and I mean, I perked up. I, I like I, that's when I woke up. You're like, oh, so, uh oh. And it's and it's weird because I've been a fan of John Mayer since like day one, but it's always been like a, a guilty pleasure type thing. I didn't tell a lot of people. Was ah. a, what was that one? Ah, ah, ah. Uh, but I didn't tell a whole lot of people. It was like grown man. Like this big of a fan of John Mayer, like yeah. that's gay, yeah. you know, type of thing. <laughs> really? So this uh, perception wise, yeah, perception. Teeny boppers are are loving John Mayer, and yeah. then we got a grown well, no, man like, loving and, him. And, no, no, I, no. I mean, but perception I was, is, I was, it's a perception from day thing. one. I loved him too, but I'm just gonna say I never. That's just interesting to me because I never would have thought. Because here's the thing: the very first the John Mayer concert I went to was exactly what he said. And this is years and years and years ago. I'm in my 20s, and it's a bunch of teeny bopper teens. When I went to the concert this past week, I felt like I was at a at a band that that came out in the 70s. There's a bunch of old heads. So you get to see him this past week? Uh, Last year. Oh, last Last year. year. Okay, sorry. I was like, no, that's still fine. I was like, last week, I was like, dude, oh, my gosh. And it was a bunch of old heads. But – I put something on Facebook about John Mayer and how it's like a guilty pleasure mm-hmm. of mine. Da, 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 da. And I got a friend up in Nashville named Cody and he gets on there and he goes, dude, this is, this is the stupidest thing I've ever read. John Mayer's the man. Yeah. Own yeah. it. Yeah. And so from then on, it was like, listen, I like pitch perfect. That's a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Okay. John Mayer. He's an well, excellent musician. Yeah. Uh, that, and that's what I was going to say is it, uh, his original stuff, people were comparing him to the Eric Clapton of now, but his newer stuff is where you can see 10, 15 years ago, they were right. 
because yeah. now he's coming into his own. And before, it felt like songs that he didn't write, but he was singing them good. Well, some of those were. I'm like, not. I'm, I think he wrote most of them. Or, he did. Man, his cover of what was it? Free Fallen. Uh huh. Oh, that amazing. Was that was excellent. That's one of the best covers ever um, ever what, done. One hundred percent, I agree with you. Well, they think that uh, a lot of people speculate that "Come Back to Bed." Yeah. Or no, um, I don't trust. Was it, I don't trust myself. Was basically a sequel to "Come Back to Bed" by Eric Clapton. And if you guys get a chance, it's hard to find the full version of it. But uh, one of the first CMT crossroads they did yeah. was Mayor and Brad Paisley, and that. Brad Paisley's underrated as a guitarist, in my opinion. Like, I don't think people give him enough credit. Yep. Because uh, his songs are kind of like... Meh. Meh. Uh, typical uh, country. Yeah, now. He like, just yep. does his thing, and he's, he I makes I can't stand money. country from the standpoint of it's it's probably about you getting drunk or your wife Country music's you or, too whiny for me. Yes, that's the, the word. But watching him sing with John Mayer and play the guitar was pretty incredible. Yep. As far as non-whiny country music... Um, Chris Stapleton, yeah. to me, is like a John, John Mayer-esque. I've seen him live. He he puts on a good show. My favorite John Mayer song of all songs, I'll listen to it anytime. It's on only a live album or live albums covered in rain. Yeah. I can listen to the... I can listen to the lyrics of that, which are at the first minute or two mm. and the last minute or so, and then there's it's about a ten and a half minute song, and from about minute two to about minute eight and a half... It's just strumming of his guitar and the way that he's. I mean, it's amazing. It's like it's like he made that song up right then on stage. It that's how it comes across yeah. to me, and it worked. And See, I'll like, listen to that anytime. Another kind of green, still dancing in a burning room. Um, but uh, another kind of green's on the uh, the Where the Light Is album, right? Yeah, he did perform so, that one live, but I think that one. I get confused on if that one was um, that is John at least one album of his that I don't have uh, on well, I mean, iTunes. I, I, oh, that's I, not I, live. That's not live. Because I didn't go buy all the live albums because a lot of them are repeats. They're just yeah, a little different in how the strumming is because it's it's live. There's another one that's worth looking into if you don't. It's the Village Session. So like I guess yeah, like the Village yeah. in New York. Uh, he something he I did. He did acoustic versions and like again a, a slow. I, I'll just but cut. that's the thing about him, man. Is you can put you can put the drums, the electric guitar, the keyboard, or whatever, all the all the instruments that he has in a production and a produced song, and he can make them equally as good, like he's a country artist yep. with just the acoustic guitar. That's his. That is his genius in music. Let me yeah. throw one more at you, Gavin DeGraw. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> he did that and that double album when we were coming through just, high school, though. Became the same as the whole movie critique thing. <laughs> Once you mentioned no, it. No, I think... I've never heard him. If it comes to country music, he's I am country. a... He's not country, but... No, oh, he's, okay. he's a what pop... He? Would you call it pop rock, maybe? Yeah, it's folk, uh, folk okay. rock. Okay. Folk pop. Uh, yeah. He, yeah. he played yeah. in... Uh, he did he did a bunch of songs, I think, in uh, like One Tree Hill or something like that. Uh-huh. There yeah, was that, one of them. I'll that's this the one. type. Well, yeah. Yeah. his yeah. album... Hey, listen. It's uh, the former... <laughs> She was watching that, and in order to have something in common, I sat and watched with her. Well, the big album that he put out uh, when we were like towards graduating high school, it was a double album where he had alter- uh, uh, yeah. acoustic cuts, which is great. I've liked a lot of his other stuff. but I say he has a couple good songs, but they're like uh, what you <laughs> talked about with Foo Fighters. Uh, the better ones are just the radio version ones. Right. Well, I'm not saying live. I'm just saying, but like one of his later albums that came out during uh, the former 
experience. Uh, yeah. I think the album was Radiation, pretty spot on. Okay, it's pretty good. But I'm, uh, I'm the type that wants uh, that wants bands to do more live albums. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of bands that I enjoy their studio work. John Mayer's one of them. Yep. Dave Matthews Band's another one. Yep. I will prefer listening to a live version of a song than a studio song. That's the thing about music to me. Because I fit, there's more energy. Well, there's you, you the mentioned energy, Food Fighters. I want to go see them live. Yeah, the, I would too. The energy, and then if the song sounds good live, then it's going to sound great in a studio. Let me. You know let, what I mean? Let me tell you the best live song I've ever heard at a concert. And y'all may not know who I'm talking about, but I'm a big Counting Crows fan. Oh, dude, ranking. Yes. Okay, so ranking. Listen to this. He got into ranking. I I got into Counting Crows when you were down here in your twenties. Okay. Because you gave you either left a CD or you gave me a August CD. and everything after is a gold CD. I remember. Uh, I think well, I think it was red. Mr. Jones. Oh, I left a live album. Yeah. I gave you a live album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, he gets into ranking, and halfway through, he plays "Raining in, in Baltimore. Baltimore." Yep. And then after Raining in Baltimore is done, he finishes ranking. Yep. So he's got an Oreo of, of probably of awesome. the two best songs he maybe ever has. See, that's uh, a, that's debatable. I've seen it they, is debatable. They got a lot of good songs. They do. I'm a big Billy Joel fan, and he's done some of that on some of his yeah. live. But speaking of crows, I think another one that would have been cool to see back in the day because I don't think they're still together was the Black Crows. Yeah, I saw I saw Counting Crows and John Mayer together. Oh, that's, and that's incredible! And that's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite concerts ever. That was my first John Mayer concert. Yeah, but I didn't go to see John Mayer. I went to see Counting Crows. Right. And the way mm-hmm. Counting Crows, uh, the way they tour, is they tour with headliners too. They're not touring with an opening mm-hmm. band. Yeah. And so they're going to get more people that way. I right. Mean, hello, so to, more so, money. So mm-hmm. if Counting Crows and John Mayer are here tonight, yeah, John Mayer's opening. Counting Crows is is headlining tomorrow in Austin. Counting Crows is opening. John Mayer's headline, so that's they alternate fa- by nights. That's awesome. Fantastic. And so when when I saw them down there uh, in San Antonio, and this has been, uh, I want to say, at least fifteen years ago, uh, Counting Crows opened. They did their hour and a half set or whatever. While they're setting up John Mayer's set, you know they're in a break, whatever. The rest of the band, mm-hmm. Counting Crows, goes in. Adam Duritz comes out and sits at a piano and plays the entire time they're setting up John Mayer's, and he goes like 35 minutes into John Mayer's time. Huh. And I thought, man, John Mayer's set, his portion is going to suck because he just lost that much time. Yeah, and he came out and killed it even better. Yeah, um, I was a fan. Like probably senior year, my three disc rotation at all times was uh, Incubus, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and um, Lifehouse. I know that's a very eclectic group of Lifehouse, bands. yeah. But uh, but I mean, I liked it. It's definitely from <clears throat> the time you were influenced by music the most. Yeah, and uh, so we were. I think we were we were pregnant with the twins. Yeah. Uh, Daughtry had won American Idol, okay. and oh, the former was really into him. And I, I was so bad. But hear me out, though. Hear me out. I'm the same okay. way. I thought this was super cheetahs, and I always said he he looked like he had, his head was a penis. You know, like that's what he looked like to me, and I didn't, I didn't get it, I didn't understand it. But it was uh, in Addison, either Taste of Addison or Oktoberfest. I don't remember which. Lifehouse was the main act, um, and Daughtry was opening, so she wanted to go for Daughtry. I'm like, dude, I've always wanted to see Lifehouse in concert. Surprisingly enough, I got to give the man credit. Most concerts you go to, um, you don't always get the same feel like of the album. Um, 
Daughtry's performance was like I felt like I was listening to the album. It was really, really right. good. And they were riffs, so you could tell it wasn't all like pre recorded. But then Lifehouse comes out flat. I am I am irrit- I'm like upset right. at how horrible this is. And then Daughtry comes out and he sings a couple of their songs with them and completely change the whole atmosphere. It's probably because Lifehouse wasn't playing at a church. That's that might be fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. Stanley Kleinface was a good album. I don't care what anybody says. And listen. Whenever you're talking about good songs, great songs, good bands, that's where the whole debate comes in. It doesn't matter if you like it, you, Adam, like a song that I say. It matters if I like it. Right. Because it's going to hit me way different than it hits you. Since you don't like that song, I'm not going to listen to it anymore. That's yeah. not a thing. No, that's, you know, that's well, ridiculous. Yeah. If you're gonna, you can make a suggestion all day long. And then, based on that suggestion, I'm going to make a choice to listen to whatever right. the song is in discussion, and then I'm going to make my own own opinion of it. We had the conversation about the Foo Fighters in the car yesterday, yeah. and uh, and I said, man, I was listening to either you or Josh, and either one, maybe both of y'all, uh, in their respective podcasts, said the Foo Fighters is a great band. Oh yeah, and uh, and then in that conversation, you you said they're their radio version songs are right. are their best by far right. and the others are okay yeah and uh which generally speaking that. that's the reason why those songs are on the radio but you also said in a couple of things uh i think it was when y'all were rating uh rap hip hop artists uh you said you got to give a, an album 3 listens yeah at least Absolutely. you have to and then you can make your decision from there what you, what you're skipping yeah. What are what are you what songs are you throwing out and what songs can you listen to and you didn't know you would like until you listened to it three times. And that's the beauty that's the beauty of a playlist. Yeah. I don't have to go to that specific album now scratch and, it and now skip. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. this is the one I don't like. Just I can, take it off. I can hit put that over there, put that over there, put that It's over good there. to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. They were Spotify was doing a thing where they were promoting um Lauren Hill. Uh they I, still are. And I love that they are. And That's so the queen. I went, no, I agree. But I went back and I was going through that whole uh, playlist they had. Um, and it was really neat because they had one that was uh, some deeper cuts of hers. And the other one was all the different artists who claimed their songs and music was influenced by her, which I thought was great. But I went back and found a couple of Lauren Hill songs that I, I don't remember hearing. Yeah. Yeah. That I was like, they, um, oh, what is the movie? Sl- Something in Slim. It was a movie that came out in the past year. Uh, a couple, they're fleeing from the cops. Yep. Yep. Um, um, yep. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, uh, Queen got, and Slim. Yep. Uh, she did a song. They got pulled over by the cops. Yeah. And one, the the cop was taking advantage of the woman, and the guy defended her honor, basically. Yeah. Yep. She did a song for that that soundtrack that I didn't even know like was a thing. Beautiful, like just killer. If you're a yep. fan of that type of music, like the Lauren Hill, you will love. You probably have seen it, the Dave Chappelle's Block Party. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. Okay, no. so what it is, it's a whole movie of him throwing a block party, him getting getting people up to New York and, and to perform and, and, and having a entertain. block have a block party with different kinds of music. And the music is uh Jill Scott, Erica Badu, Dead Prez, Kanye, Common. Yeah. That kind of music, the roots, yep. uh, the roots crew. And you as he's I've never heard of the roots until the late show. Oh yeah, and, and they're they're one of my favorite yep. rap groups. You, that's what and you and said. Black Thought is one of my favorite rappers. Yep. But the the best part, the best story of of this block party, and y'all really do need to go watch it because uh, he has most deaf is on it. Yep. He you know he's laughing, telling jokes the whole time. But anyways, 
they got um, Lauren Hill to headline it. Mm-hmm. But then the record company and said, came back and said, nope, she cannot do that. Contract says no, da-da-da-da-da. Whoa. And so Dave Chappelle goes, that's cool. We'll just get the Fugees. So they got Lauren Hill, Wyclef, and Proz. Are you, I got goosebumps right now. Are you serious? Yeah, it's oh it's gosh. it's awesome. You need to check that out. Um, do you have you seen the dude? They just he yeah. just went around it. Yeah. Nice. Have you seen the this guy on? He's on all the different Facebook, YouTube. His name's like Mark Romp, Romp something weird. But he's this. He's got like an old style mustache. Looks like uh, the nerdy guy from. Uh, we were talking about it last night. Tots, Ligers. Napoleon Dynamite, uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, he's from Deep Ellum. Tots, Ligers. He gets ah! on. He Napoleon gets on. Dynamite. He's like a. He's he's really talented, but he's like wearing like a silk uh, robe or something, and he'll get on. He'll start casting. He has a keyboard with a looping station and all this other kind of stuff, and people will just like say like bananas. Um, what did you fireworks. say his name was? Mark Riboyer. Yeah. Yeah. Dudes, dudes, wild, dirty, but. But oh, phenomenal! He's, oh, he's hilarious! But did you see where he did the drive-in uh, and he oh, had yeah, Erica yeah. Badu? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I watched. Mind that blown. Stream. No, I thought, mind blown. I thought it was horrible. I thought Erica Badu was trash. No, I she's thought she's on it, drugs. Well, dude. I'm not. I thought it was incredible though that she did it with oh, yeah. to support another deep oh, element person, and and for her to put herself out there with a, a different generation of folks like that. That's what I thought was pretty cool. He's got a song that says "Nice job on your butthole." It's the one I, I, when you were out there. That's who he's talking about. That's that dude. It smells like poopy. Yeah. No. That's yeah. Him. Yeah. That's the dude from Napoleon Dynamite. No, no. I said, no, but he, he kind of has that. Oh, feel. he looks. He like looks it. like. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Okay. I no, saw I one where he did. Like, he had what? to do. He did a rap song about grandma strippers in Alabama. Yeah. He did a. He did, oh, a, rap, he did uh, a rap song about flamingos. He made me question <laughs> my entire existence. Oh, I started when I found world. him. I was watching him uh, like one weekend, and the kids kept coming in out of the room, going like, "Dad." What are you doing right now? Like, are you drinking? What are you doing with you, your life? Yeah, why are you watching the best oh my God. modern day DJ ever to run the, the history earth. of YouTube? <laughs> oh, that's uh, last last random note. We said yeah. guilty pleasures. I'm going to own this because it was a weird moment uh, over this last week, but I'm going to go ahead and own it. Um, we're wrapping up the evening. Everybody's going to bed. I was up with Brother Josh. I'd come back in the room. I was going to do some work on the computer, and. Um, the on the moot on the tv my mom been watching something and um oh no man what's the movie with the musical with the abba music in it the musical with abba music it'd be way better if you knew all the details to your story well i thought about it i was gonna say it a few minutes ago i don't know why i just drew a blank okay. on it i don't know you know the, you know the songs like dancing queen and all that no you're not are you, I mean, are you talking Mama about Mia? There you go. This congeniality here. Ma, okay, so Mama Mia. Okay, so it's it's a it's a movie. Uh-huh. I know that a, a musical. Okay, yep. with the music of ABBA in it. Didn't so, watch musicals. Only musical I've ever seen. <laughs> Greatest Showman, and I liked it. Well, if you haven't seen Grease, you really should watch. That's a great one. Okay. Fiddler okay. on the Roof. You happy Joe. Uh, anywho. Uh, but I gave my brother a hard time. I was like, dude, are you really going to watch this show? And he's like, no, it's just on the TV. So I got busy working. The movie was playing in the background. I yeah. ended up standing up and watching the whole thing. Okay. I can say that as a 36-year-old man, I actually enjoyed the movie. Good. That's good. That's all you need not bad to be at able all. to say. Oh, I got beef with y'all. Okay. Real quick. Oh, good. Uh, y'all left out um, an actor on y'all's, on y'all's list. Uh, we left out several. 
and one that really uh, hurt me to my soul was uh, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. He would play me in my life. I would not agree with you anymore. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Could. Yeah, that is. He 100% might be the coolest fair. dude alive. He's the dude. I like his brother too. Who's his brother? John Bridges. No, was it Jeremy Bridges? Jared Bridges. No, but doesn't he? He has a brother. Rubius Bridges. Was it? Isn't his brother the guy that was from uh, Miami Vice? Uh, Lloyd Bridges and Bo Bridges. Bo Bridges is what I'm oh, Okay. And I, he, Bo Bridges might not be my awesome advice, but he was had Google the, search. He had the he had the Fantastic. show, the buddy cop dra- uh, comedy drama with uh, Cheech Marin for a while that came out yeah. like on CBS. That's fair. But anyways, that was my beef. That's all. Okay. Well, and we missed a few. You mentioned John Goodman wasn't on that oh, list, yeah. and John Goodman should. He's been great. On that Did you like the well. Blues Brothers? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I mean, John, John Goodman on Oh Brother Where Art Thou is what made me a fan. Really? That's actually a pretty good movie too. That's a, yep. Awesome. Oh, Brother Where Arthur is a good movie. That's yeah. a musical. Yeah. Not musical. Let's don't get it's, there. It's a musical. Let's not Literally. Get there. No, it's not. It has okay. music. It's a difference. Bill Paxton's not bad either. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bill Paxton. You're talking about Independence Day? Bill Paxton? I'm talking about Twister. And then he, before he passed, uh, he was doing the TV adaptation of Training Day, which was great. He passed away. Yeah, he died while they were shooting. I he did. Oh, <laughs> he gone <Yeah. laughs> too soon. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode one hundred. The Average Joe's Media Things You Think You Don't Care About podcast is in the one hundred club. First of all, thank you to those still on Facebook watching us. We know it's long, and uh, I think uh, was it Jeff said that he was driving to Odessa and he yes. had us on. So yeah, yes. safe travels, brother. Safe travels. Hopefully, we are not the last thing you ever hear. Uh, but and, uh, we're also still in a weird to way, come on we kind of hope episodes. we are the last thing way at the end, and then yeah, we're still on the by then, uh, in a weird way. So, but uh, guys, we're hoping for a hundred more, and then some yep. as we go. Joey and I, we don't have any plans to end this thing uh, mm-hmm. prematurely, and uh, and we just we want to grow it as much as possible. We can't do it without you. We appreciate you, Adam. Again, we appreciate you. I don't Pleasure, think we buddy. could do it without you as yeah, well. Yep, same. And the uh, the synergy that exists there between our shows. So where's top of the dude chain? That's just what I want to know. I mean, a, we really I mean, should. Uh, this would have uh, been a fantastic menage trodcast. Yeah, it would have uh, been. But uh, you know, maybe two hundred. Life happens. Ma- maybe Memphis. You know. Yeah. But uh, maybe once Memphis is done. Yeah. Maybe that's fair. Yeah. He'll be a that's preacher then. He probably wouldn't be allowed to come over here. That uh, might be fair. <laughs> Anyways. Un- until next time, I am the average Joe Boo. I'm the average Joe. I'm telling you to keep I'm it clean. Average. The average Joes are in their studio over in Garland, Texas. Is back for season five with brand new guests and fun segments for your entertainment. You're gonna have a real good time with the average Joe.